Gee, Steve, what are we going to do tonight? Same thing we do every podcast. Tell them how we seize it. All right, here we go. Episode 97 of How We Seize It. Uh, this week we're going to tackle uh, Midnight Mass, which is a new release on Netflix. A, uh, I don't know, I don't want to call this, it's called a horror drama mystery on, on uh, IMDb. So it, Horror what, drama yeah. mystery. Yeah, or drama horror mystery, if you want to put it that way, or mystery drama horror. Okay. Um, I, I can see that, yeah. It, it has all the little aspects. I mean, not a lot of horror yet, but... It well, could. it's it's got some suggested supernatural mystery yeah. kind of going to it, yes. going along with it, and and this is also carrying on with our theme from Mike Flanagan series from yes. Netflix because we did Haunting of Hill House yeah. towards the beginning of our podcast run, and then, and then we have Alicia with us, Hello. and we did we did the second uh, Blind Haunting Manor. of Blind Manor. Gross. <laughs> Don't watch it. So this is uh, <laughs> this is the third series from Mike Flanagan yeah. with a lot of the same recurring cast, just yes. like they do with the uh, what's the other horror series that they have recurring cast? American Horror Story. Oh, American Story. Horror Story. Horror Story. Oh, that would be a fun one to do too. That would I watched. <laughs> okay. Some of them aren't as good. Yeah, well, I agree. I well, I've only seen the first three, but even in those three, yeah, the the first was definitely better than the, right. the next. Right. Yeah. Ones. But it's an exciting yeah. concept to yeah. kind of create a series. And then just, you know, throw the cast in a blender and come out with something completely different. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, as you're joining us, this is Noah, your main host. With me, as always, is my main man, Steve. Say hi, Steve. How's it going, everyone? And as you heard, we got back Alicia, who's joined us before in our... some of our podcasts where we've done some movies, but most specifically was last year during October when we decided to hit the spooky movies, the scary movies. <laughs> well, they, they were manner. They weren't all bad. So well, we had Host. No, Host was good, and we watched another one, but I can't remember what yeah, that one was. Yeah, because it was bad. The host it wasn't was, as host was good, and you guys good. were like at first you're like host no, is yeah, be I dumb. thought the host was going to be stupid, <laughs> and actually, of all the stuff we watched, that yeah. was very well, entertaining. So. So I threw out the suggestion this this time out to do Squid Game because it's a it's a it's a it's in pop culture right now. Everyone's talking about it. It's not necessarily horror for you know supernatural, but it's certainly got a well, psychological horror. Is a horror. Huge. Right. Yes. yes. Exactly. I prefer the yes. supernatural because um, that that to me is. More but I'm just saying it's not. Just... But 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 we went real. with kind of the old reliable <laughs> that came from Bly Manor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and. So, so you're kind of setting yourself up for failure here if that's what you're going to I don't push. know. So I based know. on the first two episodes, and, and let, we'll put this out there. Uh, the reason we haven't done drinks yet is because we're going to cover that. This is going to be right. a little bit later. We're, we're doing this in a little bit different format. We've watched two episodes tonight. We're going to come back a little bit later and watch the last two episodes after we've uh, individually watched the three in between. We did drink a little bit while we were watching. Oh, yeah, we so. did. But we didn't, we, we, did. didn't, we didn't uh, tie anything back to right. it because we didn't know anything about it. Um, so yeah, uh, later on in this podcast, uh, we will have our drinks, uh, cause we'll do that at the, our, we're going to call it a second part, but it's all going to be one big podcast. So it'll be fun. Um, oh, we're just going to release this as one episode. Yeah, I think we're gonna, yeah, we're going to release it as one. We're I think trying we're, to get all the episodes in so that episode 100 can be your birthday podcast. 
I don't think we're going to make no, that. I, well, I, yeah, and I was trying to think how we're going to do a birthday podcast. Yeah. I mean, right. 100 will be something special, but we don't know what it is. And it, okay. We well, might everyone, have to do 98.9 and 99.1. It's, 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 coming, it's coming soon. It's a big day for, for uh, Noah here. Yeah. He's uh, got his 50th coming up. Yeah. And uh, if it doesn't synchronize necessarily with our 100th episode, that's that's okay. That is, that is it's, okay. It's its own special day in yeah. its own right. So. Um, there's a possibility too. We were thinking about doing an Oktoberfest beer sampling, um, just because it's nice. October and and oh, nice. the Kincaids might be here. So I was thinking about that might be a good one too. Just get everybody's local Oktoberfest and and go to town. And maybe in November we can all try to grow our beards out and have a podcast what, about is, that. Is that. I will real? definitely you... grow my beard out for that. <laughs> I, I, are you taking shots at me? <laughs> what is that? You know I can't grow a damn like beard. Three hairs yeah. on the chin. <laughs> I think he's taking shots. All right. I, I see so, how it is. Probably. <laughs> all right. Uh, so Midnight Mass. Um, yeah, it's it's seven episodes. We watched the first two. They're both, they're all about an hour long. Um, this one, I think really started off very similar in in the the, the enjoyment and the uh, suck you into it as as Blind Man or not Blind Manor but uh, House on Haunted Hill. It's all character development. There's very little story or narrative going on. Yes, it's it's all character and some creepy ass characters too. <laughs> uh, yeah, but that's um, that's the beauty of it is it they didn't have to add. Well, I mean they do add tiny little bits. Like there's there's that scene uh, where the kids are out on the island, you know, smoking right. pot eyes. with the eyes and stuff. And you're like, and just kind of creepiness, but nothing over. Just just nothing right in your face. It's all just kind of. It's taking its time because even two uh, yes. episodes in, there's not much going on, but. We're we're learning a lot about the characters, but uh, yes. we don't really know where the story is going. We've right. got some uh, theories, and and I you know and that's what I wanted. This I think, part I think of the we podcast. all just saw like a little preview of this, so we really don't have any knowledge the, of where this is. The going. The previews do not give away anything other than the fact that there's a kind of creepy priest. <laughs> A guy that's back, was, coming back to his. Home. I really liked the priest. I do, but he, he's supposed. Well, I guess I don't. I want to call him creepy, but what, he is kind of. Well, creepy. wait a second. What's this expression I'm sensing from from you, Alicia? So, here, well, no. Well, so I. So did either one of you grow up in in any sort of church or no. religious backgrounds? I know. I went okay. to Easter Sunday, uh, maybe a couple times okay. growing up. So, so I grew up background. in South fucking Texas. It's all about going to church. Catholic church, Baptist church, Methodist church, whatever. I used to go with different friends. My parents were Catholics, but I went to church with my best friend who was Baptist. My parents then later went to Methodist church. So I went to all these different churches. And although I do agree that there is some sort of creep factor with the priest, I really like him. I I, do I really like, like, literally on that last sermon, when I know Alyssa was like, no, like, you're crazy, you're going to slap me, it's like a DV type thing. <laughs> it, like, brought tears to my eyes. Uh-huh. Because I was like, this is what it's sermon pa- should be it, he's like. passionate. Yes. Oh, yes. he was. And, and it, was, it was a great message, like, he's bringing it, you know, and he's, he knows everybody, right? He knows yeah. everybody. I say that in quotes, because that could be a theory. Yeah. But I, I really like him, even though there's a, a teeny bit of a creep. Factor. He had a little bit of a used car salesman about it. <laughs> I, see, I didn't see I that. I didn't either. Because I felt like no. he was genuine. I agree. Used car salesman, not genuine. They're just trying to get the sale. I, I, think, okay. I think there's something going on with him. And I think mm-hmm. we're all kind of coming up with our theories on what it could be, whether he's he's this the same person that's been regenerated as a youth. Yeah. But 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 I agree. There's a sincerity to him. He he is there's a truth to, to what he believes in. And yeah. 
Yeah, and but, what I meant about the used car salesman is not necessarily whether he believes what he's saying or not, but more just that that like as soon as you think he's got he's he's spun all it all out, he goes on top. He just keeps upping it, and he keeps upping his own ante. It's, you know, it's interesting when you're watching when you're watching a movie or a TV series like this. It's not really fair to judge people by your true instinct because when you when we meet people <laughs> on the street. You get a sense of who they are, and there's some truth in that because you can sense sincerity. But here we're dealing with actors, and just, it's all based on how good they are, if they're really able to convince us of, with a performance, and then they can change it all around. And True. Um, their, their job so, is to lie to us, essentially. So, True. Um, do, does anyone recognize the actor? I, I, no, I have no I, idea who he is. I've seen him before in The Newsroom, which was an Alan Sorkin series on Showtime that is three seasons, really interesting uh newsroom style uh series see that, that would be interesting like having had seen him in something else because to me he's brand new i okay so this yeah, even is his, his imdb doesn't uh, the big short is the first one that comes up in battleship and fantastic four which i know fantastic four and battleship were horrible movies big so, short was a good one boy he's yeah, got the a big new short one. was good uh, I don't magic in the in moonlight so yeah i don't i don't recognize him from big anything. short he's got a new one coming out to uh i believe it's on hbo max with leonardo dicaprio and meryl streep and oh. uh called uh uh don't look up i think oh it looks like <laughs> it's like about it's all about this meteor coming to the earth and huh. and, it, and it's kind of a political drama that where they just decide that it's not really coming. Oh, jeez. <laughs> it looks interesting. Fake There's a good, news. Yeah. Fake news. Exactly. It plays on that whole, uh, on that whole fake news. That's funny. Yeah. You know, the, how we've, how we've kind um, of reinterpreted uh, reality. So who would you guys say is the main person, like the main focal point on this right now? Like, uh, is it is it the priest or is it, do you believe it's the Riley Finn character? Which I is feel the, like it's kind of 50-50 Riley and the priest. I think it's Riley. I think. I, I think Riley's supposed to be. Like well, but maybe but the priest really does take a lot of the these, spotlight. You know, all the haunting of Hill House, haunting of Bly Manor. It's multiple characters. It, it, it's multiple characters. Yeah. So because so, I like, I'm I'm really drawn towards the sheriff or Sharif Omar Sharif. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, who's that is uh, funny. I, I I like I'm 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 kind of drawn towards. I do him. like yeah. him as a character. Because yeah. how does um, he deal with all those? Wowzers and gollies. Oh, the mayor. The mayor was bad. It was was actually it was Riley's dad that did the wowzers. But I was like, oh, Oh, was Um, it really? So from a narrative standpoint, the the Riley's character is that Riley? Yeah, Riley. Uh, You know, that's how it was introduced. The whole series was introduced with his prison sentence and and then bringing him to the island. So from a from a from a Hollywood point of view, he's the likely uh, focal point, but. But not from a Mike Flanagan yeah. point of view necessarily. So I, I remember in haunting, uh, the haunting of Hill House, the the idea was that it was the five stages of grief. Like okay. after, and, and I didn't catch it until after the end and stuff. Do you think that this has some kind of theme? Well, they've already kind of introduced it with with the, the the Genesis and then yeah. Psalm. Okay. Uh, so they're they're kind There's of laying gonna, it out more in your books. face. Yeah. yeah. Oh. oh. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Says the church And on the seventh day. Yeah. True. True, and, there and then are... she did say like it's the seventh. Uh, oh, you're right. There's seven episodes. Original, what unoriginal day? What original day? What she call it? Unity day. Yeah, there was something about yeah. Original day. No, it was something like just the normal like. Yeah, this is just a normal Saturday. So yeah. oh, oh, talking about why he was wearing wasn't wearing the yes, green. like because oh. she mentioned it like multiple times. Isn't it? Because well, 
they just went through Lent and Easter's coming, right? Is that the idea? And so how many weeks is there between Christmas and Easter? Oh, there's a lot. Is there? Well, I don't know. I'm wondering if that's what it is. April to, to well, December. No. no, it's the other way around. Cause he, uh, oh, you December mean Christmas to, to Easter? Yeah. Because he, he, isn't he re- resurrect and that's the whole point? Oh, no, you're Lent talking about... I'm wondering, because she was saying that, that was it's the a seventh, week. is that is that the seventh week? I guess, no, that would only be what, February. What? I, yeah, I'm going, I'm trying enough. to, I'm trying to add Did you go to church going, growing up? <laughs> no, 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 Okay. No, okay. Uh, I'm trying to think, do you have I mean, did you go to school just for like how many weeks are in a month? <laughs> Typically four. I, I was just, uh, so, well, I mean, it's no. the end of December. I was just trying to think, I don't know, but you know, no, I, I actually, I never, I went to church for about three or four but months. Christmas is the birth of Christ. I went where, without my parents even going my dad was like yeah just do whatever you want to do Easter's the resurrection yeah and a week before is when he was you know on the on the, he died so on it the was cross. a one week while when then, he was yeah i don't know he was what, basically what, dead what, for a week and what, then he rose what time period are you trying to calculate i was just wondering if because she was saying it was the seventh something and i was just trying to see if that was something specific yeah, that what did she to, say that's yeah, really gonna bug me I, i'm not sure we'll we'll remember it and, and bring it up later well i'm you know if, they, if we have any listeners out there that are re- religiously uh, yelling at us right uh, now it's this yeah, I know. yeah. we're yeah, we're not very uh devout so yeah well but then that's i think that's what's cool about this one is is they give you a lot like Everything they were saying, I was like, "Oh my God, it, it's telling us something." Like I'm, I'm trying to read so much into it. Yeah. Like we can get right into theories right now because I think that's kind of what we're gonna. So many get theories. Into. Yeah. <laughs> so the idea, like the biggest theory, is that the priest is a reincarnated version of the Monsignor that left. Yes. Right. That's well. So <laughs> let's establish at the very beginning. There's this old eighty-year-old Monsignor. Mm-hmm who's in charge of their church well, and they sent him on it, a pilgrimage but it's all in uh it's, that's it's, in the past it's all talked about we yes. never actually meet this yeah. character True. This, we yeah. see pictures of him with riley okay in in his room wearing the green mm. capey thing whatever that's called <laughs> so um so we have that so then the theory is because this new guy that comes in knows everything about everybody, everybody in the yeah. town like little nitpicky little things that he, that apparently he got all that information from, from, from yeah, the every monsignor time he says i was talking to the monsignor yes. yes and it's like really he told me all about you like really even though he was kind of scatterbrained because there was also alluding to yeah, that yeah. him might be senile. yeah senile some type of thing so that yes yeah and the monsignor told you to stare at at, uh, the, the other same woman. Yeah. Girl. Well, that was behavior is starting to <laughs> that to was mimic. The, that was the yeah, one that yeah. was like that was made very us, that everybody went oh because <laughs> mm-hmm. she she's talking about like it's weird how he's so much like him and how mm-hmm. and and, oh, and this this was also the 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 two women where it's their uh show they're kind of playing it up they're not being outright with it that she's uh in a uh, a lesbian relationship maybe with that woman or whatever. And then, and then, cause you know, he's, she's staring at him. She goes, cause he knows. And it's like, <laughs> and then we're like, wait, what, what? And so, but it's kind of awkward, but that's where it's like, oh wait, he might be. But on the other hand, this is, is a series that is putting that out there. And, and, and it is, 
it's not us jumping to some crazy conclusion. It's that it's it's enough information that's being presented in the series that everyone should be jumping to this conclusion. Yes. So that's almost like a bait and switch. You know that something else it's, is going to be like from it, the MCU. Yeah. So uh, it, you know, and at the same time, we also have this other creepy character that everyone is like considering she's poisoned the dog and, oh, and well, she's okay, a no, bitch. no but, but she's a bitch not creepy but but keep in mind that, creepy. that, that <laughs> these are often the characters in these sort of series that by the end you realize <laughs> yeah they're creepy they're weird they're a bitch but they didn't they they they, they are more wholesome than we than we consider. It's like, I mean I it's almost like wholesome. our judgment. She's is not questioned. wholesome. She killed that. Dog. I have a she's feeling. A mix, I have a feeling at the end the, something's gonna. She's gonna, a creepy control freak that yeah. kills dogs. I, she's, I, okay. She's a, she's, <laughs> a, she's a, not wholesome. She's the reincarnation of Dana Carvey's uh, the Church Lady. Yeah. And, <laughs> and nowadays, Karen. haven't you guys ever read Agatha Christie? You know no. that these characters are always set up and presented in a way that that you know isn't isn't quite exactly what you <laughs> yes, now okay. in real life get, that's not the case but it, when we're talking get, about yes <laughs> i get series. that but she definitely is not going to be a fan favorite let's well, just say that right but, like people aren't going to be like she's awesome i like, got i got to say the performance i'm really drawn to the performance it's not so much the way she speaks but the way she oh she moves. tilts her head she tilts her head and stretches that's a church out. lady are you yes. certain yes exactly. is that all it's effective and it almost seems like a that. lot of these portrayals these people went out and <clears throat> mingled with really odd characters and tried to inherit their mannerisms well, okay. <laughs> so you were talking about the the director mike uh, mike flanagan um, who, it, who did a great, I think we talked about this last year, but he did a great, uh, uh, he's done some Stephen King ones. Hmm. Gerald's Game was was, mm-hmm. was one of my favorite adaptations. Is that his wife, right? Oh, I don't the know. The main girl? Uh, Carla. Well, she was she was in uh, the, the last some two. previous ones. And she was the voice of the judge at the beginning. I know her voice. Okay. And that was her. <laughs> okay. okay. That's why but I keep wondering no. if they were married. Well, but what was, you were saying that, you know, he's trying to misdirect us on these people. And he did well, I'm not. Just, I'm just saying that that's a possible. It's a possible. But he didn't do that in the other ones. He didn't really put these big misdirections on the people necessarily. The story, yes, but not the people. Like, there okay. was no, like,. I, I could say that. Yes, I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why, like, I don't think he's trying to misdirect us on the people. Like, these are how they are, and you're going to stay how they are through the whole thing. It's yeah. the mystery around them and what's. But going I think on. sometimes we have a tendency when we're watching a movie to, because of the way Hollywood. Oh yeah, we often, all try and Scooby Do it. Uh, uh, Hollywood <laughs> often portray. You know, they they will stereotype a, a villain. And give them characteristics that make us say, "Oh, they're obviously the villain," and then and then that's what what turned out to be. So yeah, but that's what I don't think so, he's doing. So he I'm hasn't saying done that in the last couple. So. Oftentimes you see these characters, and I I like it when characters are portrayed to a certain extreme, and they never go beyond that, and then and you. It's just it's just they don't turn out to be the villain. Instead, they just turn out to be this creepy person that. Isn't a villain, and and we almost feel a little ashamed that we jumped to that conclusion. Oh, I think she's still a villain, regardless. Weird, you know, which you, totally reminds me. It goes back to Candyman, the, this last one that we just watched of the the guy that kept offering the candy, and uh, I don't want to say it, but he he was killed by the cops. Oh gosh, no! And, so so but I watched, he wasn't. I watched the first Candyman and the second Candyman. The second, so the second like, one. I know, I know. I'm trying. I'm getting him confused. So he's the one that came out of the wall right away. and they killed him. 
the police killed him, but then like it turned they out he found was, out that he was just innocent. He just yeah. was a little bit slow, but he just offered the candy, right? But he's like right. sinister at the beginning. Yeah, it's and, this like, jumping. It's all him. creepy. Okay, that's fair. It's, yeah. it's kind of that yeah. same thing. But he was he was innocent. Yeah. She's not innocent because she killed that dog. <laughs> but well, that's yeah. Like I said, I don't, I don't Bev, think she's Bev this Keen yeah. is her name, gentlemen, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, <laughs> I rest my case. She creepy. <laughs> Oh, that whole exchange with with the sheriff. Are you certain? Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's that you was... just walked into this. Anybody could walk into this. She went lawyered God. up. She like lawyered up right away, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, no, that yeah. that was." Well, Creepy. not only that, but you they show someone giving the dog the hot dog. Well, they don't show somebody giving the. Well, they, they just don't show, show the, the hot dog. Down they on just the show the no, hot they, dog no, on the ground. There a hand. There's a hand setting it down. I, didn't see I never that. saw a hand. No, there was just a hot dog oh, on the ground. Oh, I, oh, oh yes. I think I think there uh-huh. was just oh, like the fedora, just uh, like Mm-mm. the fedora on the the ghost guy. <laughs> don't know. I still don't I, know I, if I saw a fedora. I believe. Yeah, I believe that they showed a, someone setting the hot dog down for the dog, and then they show it later where the dog's pushing it and getting to the hot dog in the buns. But they do show a hand <laughs> setting the hot dog down. Interesting. And it was a white hand, kind of slim, female like. They're thing. all white except for the sheriff and the kid. I saw a little mustard kid. and a little no, guy there. Did anyone see ketchup? I didn't see ketchup. <laughs> Who would eat that? Um, so, uh, but yeah, so it, this is this is definitely. Proving to be a a good start for this one. I, I'm already like I, I'm already like well, yeah. I'm I'm down for watching. <laughs> like, well, again, it, with the lack of narrative, I'm not I'm not hooked yet. I'm just I'm really inter- I'm interested. I want to keep going, but but uh, there hasn't been a story that's hooked me. I, I want to find out what happened to the cats. Well, no, I want to keep watching. I'm just surprised. <laughs> Two hours in, we weird still, thing. We, but we don't Staying know what it wings. is. Yeah, I know. I gotta know what it is. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I would. I kind of agree with Steve here. I feel like the first episode was a little bit slow. Yeah. Right. So character building, like you said. Mm-hmm. Second episode, it's getting a little bit weirder. Things are starting to happen, and now, and I feel like the second episode is really the one where you start wondering, and it kind of ties things together, right? So then you're kind of like, is he the doctor's dad why is he staring at her yeah. all the time why did he show up at the mom's you know oh right calling her by the first name because really yeah. monsignor or whatever like <laughs> said oh it's millie is her name she yeah. used to come every day like it's just weird so true, all these true. things i feel i feel like kind of were tied together in the second episode so now i'm very interested i want to move forward i, I want to watch the too. other ones i don't mind this style of storytelling <laughs> i up in 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 and I hope it amounts to something more than just character building throughout the I, I, think I think it will. I think yeah. it'll definitely. Now, the biggest thing I got towards the end was the the tension between the priest and the and Flynn in the the end, um, where they're having the the, the first AA the first AA meeting. Yeah. And that just, I mean, he he opens up on him. Oh like, yeah, he, he just does. is like, this is bullshit. And that's that's where I think like, and that's what made me start thinking like, okay. And you guys even pointed out, it showed earlier, but this is going to be really a a test between religious and and why you know the the big old question is if if God could do all this, why doesn't He stop it? I'm I'm finding mm-hmm. some of the scenes are cut a little short, where where someone has their moment to uh, you know espouse their opinion, late, like in this scene with yeah. AA, he goes on and on and really lays into it, and then it cuts to to the uh, the priest. He has you know, one thing to say, 
and I'm like hanging on it and then they cut to another scene. And I've seen a couple of that where I almost wish there would be a little bit more back and forth rather than just... Well, they had some. Well... They had some, but I, I think, I know, I think I mean, the I'm point on this was is that the priest was almost taken aback. He was yeah. kind of like, he, he got caught off guard. I liked what he I liked what he said in return, but I just would have liked to have seen a little bit longer <laughs> where it went uh, to, to just see how that, what he said, affected, you know, Riley. Is it Riley? Riley. Yeah, Riley. Riley, Riley. Riley Okay. <laughs> Um, I do like too, and, and you mentioned this. Um, I, I really like the cinematography and, and the visuals and stuff like that. <laughs> I talked about the Scorsese one take. Yeah, the big, I don't know why I'm oh, attributing yeah, walking, to Scorsese, but he's done a lot. He's done a well, lot of. Uh, I didn't even realize it until you said it because I was so engrossed in everything yeah. that was going on, and it was because there was no cuts. And at one point, I do remember I'm like. That cameraman is just circling the the mayor yeah. that won't shut up. Oh, <laughs> oh my God, seriously! <laughs> but it was that and mayor. the mayor Ugh. was 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 such a good performance Shut on it, on his part. Up. I know it grated on you, but Golly. It, was, it was it was like Fargo as far you know, Minnesota nice with Fargo. Yes. And here oh, we had whatever this island was, uh you know Crockett Island. We we were talking before we started the podcast. It's we were talking about Dune, um, which was uh, which was uh, the original Dune was directed by uh, uh, David Lynch, and this has a lot of. It reminds me of Twin Peaks, mm. who that David Lynch did also, as far as the characterizations, yeah. the quirky characterizations, it is quirky. that and, and small town and uh, Fargo kind of drew on that same sort of quirkiness. Yeah. So I like that Fargo. when they 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 just especially when it's something new. The, the the slang that he was using, I'd never heard some of the... <laughs> the slang? What? The, what? What you guys were talking... The, the, well, he's just kind of... but the, 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 the... OG, like he's just uh, The golly and the wowzers? The wowzers. The wowzers. <laughs> That's not a slang that, that I've seen he's played out. He's kind of like a, 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 Ned, <laughs> a Ned Flanders from and, The Simpsons. Yes, like Ned Flanders. Yeah. Like yeah. that goody-goody, yeah. like just... <laughs> Puts a positive spin on everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, well, and it was also like he was trying, it almost felt like he was trying to cover something up. Yes. I felt like he was too quick to yes. dismiss it. Dismiss it. Yes. To make an excuse yep. as to why this happened. Yeah. So, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was I one agree. of those ones that made me laugh. I was like, I wonder if they did this on purpose. And he's like, you know, it could have been just a bunch of sharks, a bunch of baby sharks, because of that stupid baby shark song that was so popular. Maybe. <laughs> I I have, I've, I've recognized something in my, uh, when I was watching Henry Thomas portraying the father, there, it, at first, for the first, for the first scene and like maybe 30 minutes in, I didn't realize it was Henry, Henry Thomas. Yeah. And I was a lot more engaged with the character and his performance. Once I realized it was Henry Thomas, suddenly I could not t- get Henry Thomas from E.T. out of my mind. And so he, he looked more so like, different. he looked more like a, uh, like he was putting on a performance, and I think that's huh, just interesting. M- the my perception because I'm so I, I know <laughs> I know the actor from that performance so well that because that's one of his favorites. yeah, and Even so I got to give him credit two, that like be, series though like until, huh? did you feel like that in the last two series? Yes, I'm always <laughs> I'm always aware of his performance, but this time I noticed that until I recognized who he was, which took a little time, yeah. I was much more engrossed in his performance. And once I recognized who it was, then suddenly it I started being a little bit more 
judgmental and, and, <laughs> and, and, yeah. and yeah so that's just something i want to that's interesting i, I want to like <laughs> so, i was so. the same as you i mean not in the judgmental part of henry thomas's <laughs> acting <laughs> but <laughs> i didn't recognize him like the whole first scene when the mom's on the phone and like twirling up in the <laughs> telephone line and stuff I and he's just like <clears throat> like coughing. He, he and smoking. never made, he didn't spoke. He just had all these yeah. nods and yeah. I, I was I laughing didn't at that. You recognize him at all? Yeah. Until they were all sitting at the table, and I'm looking at him like, oh, there he is, right? <laughs> because he's in the other series. And they then aged I just, him up a little bit. I kept thinking, I was like, damn, he looks old. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. Is he old? You Did can, they age him up? You can like, pick I'm it out when to, you really I'm look at it. I'm trying to like yeah. place it all, and that. <laughs> then I just started focusing on that. Yeah. Like, how much of that is makeup? How much of that is real? Well, but not so much. I, I didn't picture ET. Like when they, when the whole beginning when they have him and he doesn't say anything, he just kind of nods and makes all the looks. I was like, how at the cool? Table. How cool? Like even <laughs> that before that though, I'm like, he, like he goes outside, he just he doesn't say anything for the longest time. I was like, how cool would it be they go through the whole series and he never says a word? He just is all facial expression. He just that, that old funny. dad grunts and looks. Nice. You know, I'd have been like, that would have been awesome. I want to throw out a comment uh, about another movie, Rogue One. The Star Wars okay. Rogue One. Yeah. They did a digital uh, Grand Moff Tarkin where they actually. Uh, I don't know what that is. Oh, so you're they, using they, big they, words they right re- now. They Grand Mark. They recreated a character from the original Star Wars, Grand Moff Tarkin, and Who's they had the... who who passed away yeah. many okay, many yeah, years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And He's they in the, uh-huh. and they and they brought an actor in to play his character, and then they digitally uh-huh. altered his face to appear Grand Moff Tarkin. Going into the movie. Grand Moff Tarkin. Yeah. No, I don't know. I'm just trying to say it. Going no, he's doing good. Going into the movie. Uh, it's not a Taika Waititi, but. Uh, I was very aware that, that he was digital. And so I was hyper-focused on it. And I could tell. It's like, no, this is digital. This sucks. Talking to other people who had no, no clue idea. that this was a digital uh, representation of this character. <clears throat> had no idea. They had no idea it was digital. They just thought. No, I don't. I don't know what the hell you're talking yeah. about, and and so I'm drawing a comparison with that, and and kind of once I discovered this was Henry Thomas, and my the change in my perspective, right. that I suddenly looked at it like here's this performance going on. So I'm just drawing That's that comparison. That's very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So what are? Okay, so we saw the wings killing. Right. Okay. Bull, yeah. bull the drug bull, dealer. Bull, it could have been a trench coat. Come on. No, those were wings okay. with feathers. It, I, it was, there I was, didn't see feathers. I, think I it, saw I, feathers I think they're leathery. on the I think the they're wing. leathery. I think it's more bat-like. Well, well, they did say no, there was, a, there was a bird feathers. that flew over when they yes, got to the uppers. The, the uppers um, in the beginning. There was a... I don't think it's a bird. I no, think no, no, no. But I'm just saying something yeah. flew over and they said, oh, what was that? Like a like yeah. a, a pelican or something? An osprey. Yeah. Well, I think he also said, or it could have been a pelican. He said a really big <laughs> pelican, something like yeah, a, a, monst- really, a monster, a monster yes, pelican. Yeah. Mo- yes, thank you. So that we have that, we have the cats, we have the point of view of the cats being of the cats being attacked by this. Thing well, and too. also we got that the the Beetlejuice moment uh-huh. where it flies flying over the town, over which the was town really cool. and going <laughs> into some sort of <laughs> he, he says Beetlejuice moment because I said. Because at the beginning of Beetlejuice, there's a, there's a there's a drone shot, which actually in in, in Beetlejuice it's a miniature. It's, miniature. it's a miniature yeah. thing, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but that's kind of what it reminded me I of. Think it makes me I, but I they think probably it did a drone. A, in this. I think it might be a miniature. I think it was a drone that was sped up. A I think bit. it was a drone. 
I mean, because so. drones are so common now. You don't, that, why would you do a miniature? Yeah, that seems you don't like need, so much they, more they, work. Where are they going to find that little island? That was per everything was like perfectly set up to look exact. I don't know. <laughs> it's something we'll have to look That's into. True. Uh, but it was one of those things where it, it really leads to this is the supernatural part of it. And we also got the idea, uh, the portion of uh, when the priest first shows up, he's carrying that big trunk. Yes, that knocked back at him. Yes. <laughs> he knocked on it. What does yeah. that mean? What yeah, so that, there's, some, there's there? something out there, and that's what was killing the cats. That's what we saw walking on the beach when uh, Flynn saw it in the rain, which had the big trench coat on. And then it, it then we see it flying later and stuff like that. Also, we saw the shadow looking into the, the room of the um, teacher. Right, with the, the with, house. with the fedora. The fedora. I, I swear he had a fedora yeah, on. I think, I think you're right. Um, so that's... <laughs> Alicia's that's, not sure. So I'm not sure. I saw the eyes. Yeah. But anyways, that's kind of what the supernatural of this is right now. And um, so We also have a baby that's on the way. Littlefoot? No, yes, yes Littlefoot. Littlefoot. And so if we're talking about resurrection with the, with the priest oh. being kind of resurrected as his youth, maybe mm. there's going to be some more... Uh, some more uh, cyclical uh well but after she saw him she had the the bleeding so yeah maybe maybe it's i don't know maybe it's a bad omen i don't know i have a feeling it's going to be something with the priest making some kind of deal where he he sacrifices something else to be able to uh create good for this island like he wanted to bring back the this, That's this true. Prosperity we, we kind of because little, of his sermon too. We had a little moment in here where we thought, wouldn't it be interesting if a horror movie or a horror series was more about good, about uh -huh. about some, uh, you know, we're we're always seeing horror series that are about evil, but but it wouldn't be interesting if this was all in the end uh, driven towards good and towards trying to resurrect yeah. this island, which is kind of. It's represented at the beginning of being, you know, decaying. It's dying, it's yeah. dying. and uh, it'd be interesting to see how they could turn a horror supernatural movie into something that was uplifting, in a sense. I think that would be kind of yeah. cool, honestly, because it could have like all of those, the same types of creepiness and like uh, unknown uh -huh. is really what it is. It's fear of the unknown, but right. you could fear the unknown of something good. Because you don't know what it is, right. same as you fear something bad. Yeah, I have a feeling it's gonna be a little bit different than that. Like it's a little good. It's gonna be no. I mean, it's. I have a feeling it's gonna be the priest was trying to do good, but it was like he made it made a deal with the devil kind of thing. Is is the way I figure it going? How it all? Because, yes, I, I kind of agree with that because of why are you killing the cats? Like right? Like why yeah. are you killing in order to? Well, that, make good yeah that was the thing he was talking about. like it has to i think it has to feed on blood so so we talked about no so is it like a vampire i think that's what it might be and and somehow that's how he gets his youth back kind of thing is some vampire -y... hey could be a genie because we got aladdin so i there's, there's no, gonna be a I think that was just i think that was just them him being kind of a my racist. weird uh, prediction is that he has it's some sort of angel because angels are both good oh, and bad true and true. they i swear to god i saw the wings that came in on the bowl guy right the drug dealer oh. and so wings aren't really vampire-ish but they are angelic yeah. right and because we're talking about religion it's the book one genesis book two psalms it's a preach or a no what is he a priest yeah priest 
I think maybe there's some sort of angel theme going on. How do you get to the oh. killing of the cats? Well, well, he said he did talk about sacrifice. Okay, and he talked about sacrifice, Angels, and I think that's the sacrifice. The devil was an angel. The sacrifice in required. Okay. The sacrifice required is the the cats, and then there was also one of those things. Lucifer, that, yeah, Lucifer yeah. was mm-hmm. a fallen angel. And they and they talked about that uh, the cats were a plague on the you know they weren't they were so many of them now like that the kids were talking about like how many uh, wild cats there were and you know and how and it could be causing problems and stuff like that I I had such a hard time watching the, the dog Pike oh, oh that was rough he looked a lot like Ivan except he was a little <laughs> he was a little bit more uh, a little bit bigger, a little you know, bigger. Those and like jowls, I said but, somebody needs but, to run over Bev Keen yes because yeah. <laughs> she oh. killed that dog I, I, oh, I 100% yeah. believe that. I mean, it, it's already built up with the, he snapped at me when the dog was just barking into like the first episode. And, and he was wagging his tail like he wasn't barking. Like, no. Yeah, that was that was bad. The the performance that the drunk put out, um, I can't remember the guy's name right off. Uh, I like him. Like. Joe. Joe. Like earlier, we get we we got the Andy Griffith moment where he's he's asleep in, in the jail. cell and he just opens. Why do you it. got me locked up here? Yeah, and the guy yeah, just, yeah, like just opens the door. Opens the door. <laughs> that was that was so uh, Barney from uh, uh, the, the Andy, Andy Griffith show. show. And so, um, but yeah, like he had some moments. But then there's that one at the end where he's talking to the sheriff. That I was like, oh my god, I'm on this dude's side. Like he's yeah. like nobody on this island treats me like a human. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. shit. Like, I mean, you could start to feel for the guy. You know, he... Yeah, well, he's he the drunk. he is a person. He's exactly. The drunk. He's a drunk. He, he made a, a mistake. And he made a mistake. And now people he's torturing him. himself for it, too. Mm-hmm. And, pe- and the people on the island are torturing with it, too. Well, you so. saw it when... He when the dog was dying and somebody was like maybe he got into maybe it was an accident and he said it's accident right and then you could see the mayor and the mayor's wife and the kid which he shot the kid yeah. during some sort of accident right so you could see all of that pain mm-hmm. being brought up for both sides right. like that family and him so yeah I mean and why wouldn't you drink your sorrows away at that point it's you're on an and island with 127 people. Like and you live, you saw where he lived. He's not. He's not in a no. lap of luxury. No. So, yeah, that was that was rough. And that, but that was good. I I really enjoyed his his portrayal on that part. It was it brought a lot of humanity to him. And I was like, oh. yeah, uh-huh. he's a person. Um, and also, like, um, it's the the Lisa is the girl that yeah. he shot. You could see in that scene where the dog was dying. She, you could tell that she almost like had a like she wasn't. She wasn't happy with it. She almost was feeling really bad for him. Where some of the other people, almost you could tell that they, like looking at the 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 people in the crowd, you're kind of, you could pick out like the people that were just like, oh good, it's about time. And then you could yeah. see her. She had more of a, a sympathy for him, and it's like, <clears throat> oh damn. So, yeah, I I think that's going to come out somehow too. You know, Riley has the whole uh, talk at when he's in the AA meeting about uh, about what you know. What is God good for if, if he's going to let us suffer like this? <clears throat> Maybe this series is going to explore what happens when God or, or the priest chooses to not let people suffer and, and solve. Because in the end of this episode, oh, what happens yeah. to Lisa? You know, she, she stands she up. She stands and, up and walks. And kind of look at look at, at what it can do to uh, an island of 127 people when everything suddenly starts magically becoming good and and how that might 
I don't know. I, I, I how think it might a, change things. How I think might... you're on a, a thing, but I think it's one of those is some have to suffer for the yeah, others to right. prior. And, maybe and who's going to be that, the ones to suffer? Yeah, what that like, balance... Yeah. The <laughs> drug dealer that was also the only nice person to the drunk? Yeah. yeah. Okay, that sucks. I mean, yes, you're taking drugs off the street, I guess, <laughs> but... Again, you, you were the kid. only person yeah. that helped the drunk. Yeah. I mean, who's yeah. next? Creepy Bev Keen? Okay, well, I, all right. I don't know. I <laughs> so don't here, know. Let, let's let's take a let's take a quick question. Who else do you think is going to die in this? I know that's what I'm trying to think. Like, because if there if he's going after the bad people, right? He already killed off the cats. Are we going to lose the baby? Who's he the killed baby? off the drug Ooh. dealer. Oh, I hope not. Well, she's already spotting. So they're 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 making it a possibility. Uh, we have this mother character, the 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 doctor's mother, who Dolby. looks like she's got Millie. right. And and Alicia and I already pointed <laughs> out that she looks like she's caked on in kind of makeup. Yeah, so it's she possible looks fake. it's possible that she would be another one that would be uh, turned into a more of a youthful character. We might see that. Do you think in he a couple takes episodes. the doctor? If he takes the, I would the hope that he would take the being, mom because she's already elderly and on her deathbed, essentially. And then, and then another character reemerges, played by the same, uh, the same, <laughs> the oh. same woman. Yeah, oh, yeah. Be, well, but that would go to if they had an affair and the doctor <laughs> is really his child, oh. then he's bringing the mom back, right, as yeah. a youthful person. Somehow, she oh. she recognized oh, the uh, the priest too. Yeah, she's like Monsignor, oh. Monsignor. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, that was the that was uh-huh. that other thing that was like, oh wait, that's that ties it. Uh huh. Interesting. Because I mean, how he's eighty, so all of the people on the <laughs> island pretty much saw him as a young person right. or as an old person. <gasps> oh, they'd, that even makes more sense. They never saw him as what he would be now, like as his Paul Hill. Well, no, but she would have because she's his age, so she yes. might have. Yeah, that makes she's more sense. She's like the only one that would have been. <laughs> Are oh, we going to be able to age. not watch the last two episodes? I am. I, I'm, <laughs> yes. okay, I'm going to watch the I three. Have okay, and then, and then next Jeez. Wednesday. I mean, it's only it's only like four days. Okay, it's five days. That's right. Yeah, we'll be so, fine. All right, all right. I mean, if you don't, I mean, you better play it off like you did. So <laughs> no, I. I... <laughs> Yeah. Sometimes I, so that this is what happened with, with Squid Game. I got, I, you know, I started watch. I was, I was watching Defenders. Yeah. I watched a couple episodes of Defenders and, and started get getting a little. Bit, yeah. It's like, and it was on Netflix and it showed well, up in my feed. It's jump, like, jump. so it's like, I heard about this. Let me just, let me just see well, what this is about. You, you have Runaways, and it was like within 24 hours, I'd watch the whole you thing. I feel like this runaways. is like when you, you have to take a cold shower. I feel like it's kind of the same thing. <laughs> All right, all right. That, that'll focus. be my plan. Right. It's like, <laughs> episode five, I'm done. I need episode six. Okay, I'll just take a cold shower. Right. Cold shower. All right, shower. well, we're like 40 minutes in on the first two episodes. Okay. So. <laughs> Which is no okay. good. We, we've talked about our uh, what we expect. So uh, for podcast people, this is going to be a very short break because uh, we're going to just pause it here, essentially, for you. Uh, hopefully you have time to go and watch all this if you've only watched the first two episodes like we did and then go back and watch and, and come back and listen when we, we finish it up. Um, <laughs> yeah, and just in a moment we're going to snap our fingers and we will yeah. be at the finale. Right back here. <laughs> right back, yeah. Same bat channel, same bat time. <laughs> um, 
yeah, so that's that's the plan. This is a, a, a great series so far, I think. I, I think this is going to be one of those ones that a lot of people are talking about uh, very soon as, like, this is something that needs to be watched. Yeah, I like Kind of like haunting the... the I don't know why I always screw Haunting of Hill House. Yeah, Haunting of Hill House. Well, because there's also the... Haunting of Bly Manor. And no, the Hill House, House haunting. No, the Haunting on the Hill. Maybe, haunting on yeah. the Hill, I think, is a movie. Possibly. So yeah, yeah we're it's very gonna, confusing. But we're gonna we're gonna cover this, um, and then we may even do Squid Game later. I mean, this I've already seen it, so I could do that. Yeah. If, well, and you guys have also to. saw Candyman, so I need I could go see that. Um, but I think right. we have at least three more weeks that we could probably cover some other stuff. So um, if you have suggestions, uh, you know where to email us at the.hwsi.podcast at gmail.com. or hit us up on our socials. Uh, which is only Instagram at the HWSI podcast or uh, Facebook. I'm like, what the hell is that other one? Facebook <laughs> at the uh, <laughs> How We Seize It podcast. Um, that's it for us tonight then, I guess. No, it's not. We'll just hit pause. We're and... hitting pause for us tonight. <laughs> but yeah, we're hitting pause for you and we'll be back in a minute. Okay. Stand by. <laughs> All right, we're back. Hasn't been that long. Well, for you guys, it hasn't been that long. For us, it was a couple days, but that's okay. We uh, we individually watched the next three episodes. So that'd be episode three, four, and five. Mm-hmm. And then we got together again tonight and finished it off with six and seven, which was pretty decent, I would have to say. I, I, I Overall, I thought it was really good. But before we get to that, because we had the chance to, to, to take a break and pull away from it, we were able to make some drinks. <laughs> and so I, I made a, uh, I made my own, uh, or I didn't make my own, but I, I came up with one that I found that I thought would really fit with this, and it's called the Midnight Sun. And I went with that because of the Midnight Mass and how much the sun had affected this movie, um, in a, in a big way. Uh, it's a two ounces of vodka, one ounce of apricot brandy, one ounce um, Cointreau, uh, one ounce grenadine, and a half ounce of lemon juice. And it, it's, it, it was tasty, but it was really, really sweet and kind of syrupy. So then I added a little bit of um, just carbonated water, and it really kind of smoothed it out yeah, really nice. I can see how that would help you. And uh, so I, I really liked it. It was it was pretty neat. But I, I definitely went with the – I was looking at the midnight mass kind of theme, the midnight. I was looking for church drinks. I'm like, there's not a lot of church cocktails no, out no, there. No, not really. <laughs> not so much. <laughs> Which I thought was – I was like, come on. There's got to be church cocktails. Yeah. But, yeah, so when I found the midnight thing, I was like, oh, midnight sun. I liked it. So and I, I came up with this right after I watched the episode where Riley – goes up in flame oh, and so yeah. i was like it i was like oh that works perfect for me so <laughs> yeah nice I went with that and alicia came up with one yeah so i'm a bourbon whiskey drinker and so i had this randomly in my cabinet of drinks angel's envy by lincoln henkerson i think i can't even read that name uh it's made in louisville kentucky um but it's a bourbon whiskey and i just mix it with my usual mix which is ginger ale and Made a tasty cocktail. Yeah, I was the, the angel definitely played it. it. Yeah, the angels yeah. envy. They were all alive, and he wasn't. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> see weird. where envy gets him. <laughs> Fake angel envy. Yeah. You want to be that angel, but you're not. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. What was I going did. On. I did look around too. I was trying to see if I could find anything that had like devil or church mm-hmm. kind of thing. I almost went with the the brothers. Uh, the what's the brewery that's just up here? Um, the monk. Monk? Pop, no, the monk. Uh, what is it? Oh, there's a local brewery that, and everything they have on it is monks. I can't think of the name. Oh, I have, I have, 
I have label, labels out of my fridge, but I can't mm-hmm. think of it. But I always like, oh, I'll find something from them. But 3 a.m., I will remember. And <laughs> yeah, you'll wake up. Like, ah! I'll text you. <laughs> Brian, like, what, what, what? Yes, I, I know what you're talking about, though. I had a cocktail planned um, called a, a Nosferatu blood cocktail, um, which playing out, I mean, there was so many vampire things. Oh, it's in vampire. This. Although they never mention. They never say No, they, because <laughs> they're deluded. <laughs> but uh, it was. Um, I, I liked I liked the idea of Nosferatu, especially when you see that wing yeah. beast. It's very reminiscent of the old uh, the leathery wings, yeah. the feathers. <laughs> um, and that was a that was a vodka, <laughs> a, a pomegranate juice, and some orange liqueur. But <laughs> but instead, I uh, I didn't I didn't bring any alcohol tonight. Instead, I just went, went with a glass of water. Well, the intent was that you know Jesus would bless my water <laughs> and, and turn it into wine. He didn't though. <laughs> but yeah. Can it was I, water the whole time. Speaking of drinks, though, I got to point something out, which just kind of had me going a little nuts when when I was watching. I was rewatching episode two, which I didn't notice this the first time over. But everyone knows I'm a Dave Matthews Band fan on this podcast, <laughs> and I don't I don't geek out on it much. Yeah, he does. No, yeah, he no does. I don't do it much on the podcast. <laughs> oh, but fair yeah. enough. In real life, he but, does. Just so you know. In uh, about thirty minutes in at at the party, there there's a they're out at a picnic. That's where, at the, the, where the dog gets. The, uh, Crock luck. Crock luck. Luck crock pot. What is crock pot luck? Okay. Yeah. Um, That was all mixed up. You're right. (laughs) Um, And uh, anyway, in the background, uh, the 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 guy who's singing with the guitar there is playing a Dave Matthews band tune called Bartender. And I got to read you some of these lyrics. And by the way, he's wearing the t-shirt. Yeah, I I broke out my bartender t-shirt. That's right. (laughs) But listen to this, bartender. Please fill my glass for me with the wine you gave Jesus that set him free after three days in in the ground. It's very much about the resurrection of Christ, trying to restore your youth and stuff. And I'm sure it was it was handpicked. So for this, I want to uh, know: is that a series, Matt, Mike so. Flanagan? Like, did he pick that, or was that just music editing person was like, you know, with this song, I, think, I can really bring I, it because that's I very think he odd. It. I think know? he picked it because of the lyrics. I'm almost surprised they didn't play him a little louder um, because I found and and listening to some other podcasts, people picked up on a lot of this. Listening to the the scriptures that they read and all they mm. all tell a story mm-hmm. all throughout this that really plays back into yeah, there's it no back. there's no dialogue in this that is wasted dialogue. Well, how yeah. but how interesting how all the scripture is used and abused towards their purpose. I, I liked <laughs> there the the, uh, the the sheriff uh, Sharif Omar Sharif uh, <laughs> that he's going you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. by by Joe. Um, uh, says something about you know the Quran when they're having their their yeah the their school school talk, meeting uh-huh. and, and he I, I I didn't know this he said she uh, even even uh, the the woman running the meeting said no you learned something new but where he says that we accept you know we yes. believe uh-huh. in, in Christ and they say the Quran or they say it comes after it has you know the 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 Bible has been tampered with by man mm-hmm. and corrupted and it seemed like that's what was constantly a recurring theme was using these these uh these biblical verses to uh validate what was Uh going on and and, partially yes i agree with that but i think they also just played the story like one of the cool things that i learned is um were you done doing sure sure, good job (laughs) sorry um was uh when they when he was talking about uh when he was going through um the road to damascus and he came across the uh the angel and and 
renewed his life or whatever like that and then he changed his name to Paul it fits exactly what happens and they're doing it in that that aspect where they show him the the priest the monsignor when he's old walking mm-hmm. down them same roads and it's all fits and it's like and he changes his name to Paul and then they also were talking about and I'm not religious at all so this is I mean I did I can find little bits and pieces of it but I know none of the real deep meanings but um there was that time where they were telling the story of, of the Monsignor was going through the, the different stages and they're showing the um, the wooden cutouts or the oh, wooden. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that's uh, that's apparently something that is always in churches where they have. It's usually stained glass. Yeah. Or, well, I know the, the church that Alyssa's uh, mom and dad used to go to and, and she went to, uh, we were married in actually, they have wood carvings too oh, okay. of the things. And it's, it's, I can't remember the name of them, but it's like the, the stages of Jesus as he went through the cross and all that. And yeah. These people I was listening to broke it down. Like, this is what happened here. And I was like, holy shit. I mean, this is so thought out. Like, mm-hmm. if you have the religious background to pull from that, you can find so much deeper stuff into it, which is yes. like really cool. And if you don't have it, you can just enjoy it. It's still an it. enjoyable story. <laughs> yeah. it's still yeah. exactly. You don't yeah. have to have the religious background to yeah. understand the story going on. But I think it makes you delve a little bit yeah. deeper and and like you were saying like they twist things right mm-hmm. so yes, yes. Mm-hmm. It, and it's this is why people don't talk religion right they don't talk religion they don't talk politics because you have those zealots like bev keen who <laughs> won't listen to anybody else's belief yeah. like at the school meeting and just exactly. like stuffing it down your throat but she's never taken the time to read the quran Whereas mm-hmm. he has a lot of other religions will mm-hmm. actually delve into other religions so that they can take from it what they need to and learn about more about their own religion. Right. And Christianity, I mean, I know America is probably mainly Christianity, USA. That, and, and that's what I grew up as, you know, right? And but it we're so blinded, and but yeah. we twist things to, to make, make it. Oh. Our vision into what we want it to mean, and she does that the entire series, mm-hmm. yeah. throwing out verses. <laughs> I mean, how, how is this thing a freaking angel, right? No, yeah. this is a vampire of some yeah. sort, right? Some sort of weird vampiric they, <laughs> creature. They have a back, uh, you know, a theme of uh, alcoholism. There's the AA meetings. Mm-hmm. That's how it's kicked off with with uh, our our uh, with Riley. Um, in the accident mm-hmm. and and you know drunk off his ass and he and he kills the girl he's with and that's haunting him and it, it's interesting because like with addiction that's often we make excuses you know mm-hmm. a lot just kind of like you know and they and even in AA they use Bible verses they use a lot that's of that's something I, I, I learned this is I didn't know AA was a Christian based mm-hmm. uh, recovery program mm-hmm. I did, I thought it was just a basic nope. like but it's it's very that's why they say the serenity prayer. deep into the and i was like oh so that could be really strange if you're coming in from a different religion and yeah. stuff like that could that so but riley brought up that other one that rr or something like that which is another recovery one which i thought was cool um before we get too far pirate. what did you say pirates pirates which would be cool i'd be i'd be down for that i'm a pirate um so I did come up with a drinking game from this one. Anytime. Oh, anytime. You should have told me before. I would have been drinking more oh, probably. I, we would have never before. got through the end. We would have never got through the end. Um, the idea is anytime they say Bible verses or scripts, oh. you have to take a drink. Yeah, I wouldn't be driving home. Yeah. So that that was, I was like, I was going through and I was like, man, what, what am I going to do with this? So I'm like, 
It's, it's got to be that one. There's going to be some lulls, but then there's going to be some times where you're just like refill and refill it. Shot, shot, <laughs> shot, exactly. shot. <laughs> so for the yeah. drinking game, if, if you haven't watched these episodes, which or if you go back and rewatch them, drink every time they have a Bible verse or a scripture saying, and mm-hmm. uh, you will be very tipsy by the end. I liked the series in that it didn't rely so much on revelations, and I don't mean <laughs> revelations from, from the Bible, but, but I mean, they, they revealed a few things, but most of the clues were m- more apparent. It didn't seem like we were thrown into a, you know, a M. Night Shyamalan movie and, and have, <laughs> yeah. you know, have these, you know, the curtain uh, pulled away and, oh my gosh, this is something completely different. And yet they still managed to keep it really interesting and really relevant throughout. So you weren't, you didn't need those huge revelations. I, I mean, I, I think I predicted most of them. Uh, it was it, very it, predictable compared uh, to the other two. But it didn't bother me being predictable. It, seemed it was like still this, very this, interesting. This, the story was... Yeah, it was interesting. Was, was strong enough to, and Although, interesting characters. Well, yeah, I think you care about the characters. Mm-hmm. And so you want them... Oh, you sure. want to see what happens to them and do they survive, do they not survive? <laughs> I think you care about the characters in this one more than you do in maybe even Hill House and uh, Blind Banner. Um, I think they're more relatable in this. True. I feel like Hill House, they're all such interesting care like they're so but that's you know, what you, you don't like care the for writer yeah. and you know the person that touches people <laughs> in the funeral home door. like those aren't like the normal masses whereas these like are people. just you know 127 cross population of yeah. white people with this, one sheriff this also well, there, was a couple, there was a couple black people in there I mean the they wife were, of the they bear. They were mixed race. Come on. Well, no, there was one really black guy. Oh, he really? died. He died towards the end. That they. Uh, oh, they he was him. one of the guy they ate. But I saw. <laughs> I saw him in a sprinkling of the town. I think he was at the uh, at the potluck. Token black guy. Yeah. Well, there you go. There. I like it. Um. Anyways, uh, one of the cool things I did think about this is that they did the chapters like they did with some of the mm-hmm. others, where it, it diff- they all had. The Bible verses, or you know, the Bible, yeah, uh, Genesis, Palms, they, Proverbs, they, Laminations, they call them Gospel, Palms, Palms, Psalms, Psalms. <laughs> the P is silent. Sorry, <laughs> Gospel. The uh, sorry. <laughs> Acts of the Apostles and Revelations. Did so. you notice his poster on his wall? P seven in the no, sorry, seven. P seven. Uh, but I, I, seven. <laughs> he, he had uh, he had seven. Yeah. Uh, the in so you think I was looking for seven deadly sins, trying to see if any if the episodes mm. kind of related to each sin. Uh, I didn't. No, I, I, didn't, I didn't. You think they did because he knew it was going to be seven episodes? I, I don't know. I mean, he he throws a lot of that stuff into all of his all of his series. I do think. One thing I like about this, you know, I'm a, I'm a big Stephen King fan. Mm-hmm, I lo- me too. I, uh, reading, in fact, next week we're gonna we're gonna do do a Stephen King movie slash book. So we've got uh-huh, that to look forward exciting. to. But what I find is uh, often lacking in his stories is a a story arc that that is kind of is is something that well, it always feels like he's writing the stories as he goes. It doesn't seem like it seems like mm. he, the ending kind of comes out of nowhere and he'll relate it, but it doesn't seem like uh, it it is tied together in a three act structure yeah. as much. But it seems like in all these series, even even yeah, Bly they're Manor, tied together. There's there's a lot of thought in how things are going to wrap up, and then and then it's structured uh, and restructured to try to put yeah. it all together that way. And I like that. So I so it's possible that he threw the deadly sins in there. He, did, he certainly did Maybe. that with the stages of grief in the first one. So. I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. I do. I will have to say though, the last 
20, 30 minutes of this was kind of boring. I did not like it just kind of Aaron's died. What Death Is. I liked her original What Death Is. Yes. I liked well, original, I liked their her, conversation. But her original one, remember she said was this about the baby. Was about the baby. Is this, this it wasn't is, about her. Yeah. Um I thought it was interesting because they I mean it was a little overly philosophical and it it, it almost felt preachy. Yeah. But uh, but I drug out. A it little. was a little it, bit over the top. Yeah, I feel. I, I I get that. I get that. I don't think they. I, I think the whole series reflected on a lot of those things, um, and so it was good to see a, an, another idea in there. Yeah. Um, and her point of view, I think, was coming from someone who was in the midst of of dying, but she was also high on on the uh, the blood of oh, Christ yeah. or whatever the the blood of the uh, the devil vampire <laughs> yeah. angel. Yeah, they didn't explain yeah. whether that was the case or not. I, it's kind of strange. I mean, but definitely it was it was a weird. I mean, she was still conscious enough to cut up his wings, which I don't even know if he could have flown as much as he did with wings like that. That's I feel like he shouldn't have flown as much as he did. Yeah, I like how they but kept I it leave, ambiguous. It, it, yes, in the it's yeah. ambiguous as to. Yeah. Can he make it thirty miles? The I would have rather seen no, him like get up maybe. about like twelve feet and just die, boom, boom, and just yeah. keep trying to do that. That would have that would have felt better. Yeah. Then like yeah, what the fucker angel my ass and then oh, but did you I... love to see Bev trying to dig her way out? Oh of yeah, fuck off. I I really liked <laughs> though the end scene uh, the, that whole whatever episode it was when. Riley and Aaron were together and they were talking Five. about the death. Mm-hmm. I really liked that scene and I really liked how his dream came to fruition. Right. Right? And he finally got the And she the was kind of she had that scared like Oh, oh was... my god, like you're here to kill me. Like this is <laughs> this is the creep I moment. Thought, I thought it was and too. we're all thinking that, right? Because uh-huh. it's like the you know, the vein is yeah. you know, whatever. And but he didn't. He's like, No, it's because I don't want anywhere to run and then he just, you know, he knew what was coming. And so I loved how all of that came together. Like, I thought that was really excellent. Same thing, like you pointed out with the dove when she talked about the mom clipping the wings with the dove. And then here she is, again, playing back into that with cutting the wings because she knows, don't let this motherfucker fly to the (laughs) mainland. I thought one of the most powerful scenes wasn't really about uh, about the storyline. It was more about, uh, you know, forgiveness i guess but when uh when the girl who's regained her her At ability least, to walk Lisa. comes and um she talks to joe joe Col- yeah i oh, hate you God, that, that, that scene was emotional and how he Holy stood there crap. and listened and took it and i mean i was that was my tear tear oh for moment. sure yeah. so joe Very was my emotional. favorite character out of the entire thing mm. and it was because of the the that scene, the scene with his dog, mm-hmm. and he was one of the most pure people in this. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that scene where where hit Lisa was that that was hard. To, mm-hmm. Like, oh my god, like, I'm like, I want to cry with you. I want to give you a hug, kind of thing. And and that he gave her the opportunity to say everything. Yeah, you know, he didn't try to make well, and he, and he he kind of you kind of could see that the whole time. Like, mm-hmm. the, there was that interaction earlier where um, the priest and and, yeah, and her walking were walking, the and then she sees him, and he and he just kind of stops, and he's like, oh, and you see him just like, oh shit, and he kind of turns around and turns, and he kind of shrinks himself. Yeah. You could just feel hit that. He is so sad about what he's done, but and that's why he's probably in the case that he is with the drinking and stuff. Mm-hmm. And yeah, but Joe was such an incredible uh, character. He was um, in the was he in Bly Manor? I think he was the uh, groundskeeper. 
Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, so he was he was a, a recast again too. So, but yeah, he killed it. Uh, the Joe Colley character yeah, was really he was good. good. I think that the Monsignor Paul Paul Hill or or uh, deserves uh, any Emmy nomination for his performance. I think I was he did really so, good. I was so oh. taken with his roller coaster ride and how he carried some of those moments. Oh, when he's when he's having his uh, whole breakdown and he's he's quoting scriptures to himself and yeah. just, and 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 going his freak out moments were so powerful yeah. and how he carried those just by himself, uh, really stunning. And I know you pointed out Alicia about uh, one you know one of one of his first uh, sermons he gave. Uh, it was and, touching. Yeah. it was real. All and, of them were pretty. pretty but then you yeah. see how they it, evolved too. It and evolved. He had that, yeah, it evolved into where what was the mom's name Millie or something was kind of like. Don't oh. ever come back to this church. Yeah, that yeah, is that, not the same yeah, man. God's army. Right? This is all about God's it, army. And it changed. Right. And he just walked out. Mm-hmm. Like, he it changed <laughs> over time. Yeah. And it, it wasn't the well, same. It what? wasn't that personal connection anymore. It was now about his mission of what he needed to accomplish. What do you think about his, in the end, the last episode, when he finally kind of was was at peace with, with his... Uh, he with, realized what he did was wrong? But yeah, it almost seemed a little too much, but at the same time, uh, I, I think we can be disarmed by finally being next to the one you've loved your whole life and, and being able to be... What? Purely honest. But that was never his plan. So his plan was to keep them in the church, right? Bev, fucking bitch, Bev King, (laughs) fucking hate that lady. She was the one that, no, let them out. She so she basically ruined whatever it was that his plan was, and he what was what did she quote? God laughs when man makes plans, right? right? So he was a man. He made that plan, and now God's laughing because she knows better. So let them out into the night. Yeah, so, I agree with that too. I think I think he you can see that originally he because when he comes to he's kind of like this was never what was, and then when she, what really got it was is that you know it was the guy that um, served and save yeah Howie who and, stays in the church or not or yeah, in the and rec she, center and she and she's like nope you're not staying because you haven't been to church uh-huh. today and he's like no that's not what this was about this was never about mm-hmm. personal power and he saw that and um that was one of the things um i didn't catch the first time and i didn't really catch it till people talked about it was that when the priest first died he was everybody thinks he was poisoned or most of the people that we're talking about thinks he was poisoned by her by bev and it was like she because she knew and she was testing him because she called him monsignor right after it, right after i actually and, wrote that down because i was like how did she know because yeah. i did not catch the poisoning connection until you mentioned that yeah and then but right so he falls on the ground and is like spewing the same yep. as the dog was exactly and she immediately runs to him and says monsignor and yeah. i was like well, didn't she Wait a already? Second. Didn't she already? She had seen the picture, stared at the picture, and then we do a, where she's staring, or just you don't know it's that she's staring at the picture. You don't right. find that out until later. But that was before. Yes, that was before. That's why we I, see- I still think he poisoned himself. I, I, think. I don't think he did. I don't think he poisoned okay. himself. I don't think he did either. Because later on in that in the next episode, she goes and puts the poison away. Yep, exactly. She they puts they it away show for the, her po- yep. putting the poison away. I I don't think he. I think that. She was putting two and two together and was using this as a test for whatever reason Mm. and wanted to prove her point because she's God's right-hand man, right-hand woe man, whatever Mm -hmm. you want to call it. You know, so she was just working in her own little realm of trying to make this happen. Mm. She's crazy. (laughs) Definitely crazy. Um, 
Yeah, so I think I think that was uh, I think he always had the plan, and it was one of those things. That it kind of he had a good idea, and it snowballed on him. Like he thought originally, like this is he. I don't think he realized that it was going to become the vampiric thing that it became, and he thought it was it just healed healing. Him. Yeah, like you and, said, healing and it the snowballed, the and when he died, woman. and then it went sideways. Yeah. I think Bev really took over yes. from the get. Oh, know. she did. It's really kind of spooky how many themes how many common themes are with you know vampire themes in movies and bible you know drinking the blood of christ and and resurrection and and that was literally gonna be my my next point so i loved how so when he's in the cave right the Mm -hmm. very beginning and Mm -hmm. and he they show finally this creature and i don't know if it was after he sucked the blood or before but they show him and he's looking at him and there was like this light around the his head. So there was a halo. Yeah. And I was like, so this is why he thinks it's an angel. Uh-huh. And all of the verses that he was saying, like, people are scared of angels when they first encounter him, right? All of that. Mm-hmm. All of that is in the Bible. It's true. People are scared of these creatures that are coming out of the sky, <laughs> flying at them. And they're these unearthly beings. And I'm like, this is really interesting for Mike Flanagan to think, like, to delve into religion, period, because it's such a hot topic. But mm-hmm. does he really think that? All right, we're back. Okay. We had a quick, quick hiccup, but yeah, we're good. Um, yeah, so we were talking about the angel and people being fearful of it and, and how. But the connections. So, yeah. like you were saying, like, there are a lot of connections between, like, the vampires and, and it will in religious and, you know, religion in general of drinking of the blood and you're now eating the body of Christ mm-hmm, right. and drinking the blood of Christ and it's very interesting like that connection. So I, I actually am curious where Flanagan like came up with I think that. this was a book. Oh, okay. uh, I kept hearing people talking about this being a book because um apparently the book or at least the Midnight Mass has been um as a book cover and stuff has been put in like some Stephen King movies. Um, and things like that is oh, what people have talked about. Um and so there's been some back and forth between cuz like Mike Flanagan's a big Stephen King sure. fan and yeah. stuff like that, so he's done some stuff for his. And apparently, uh, they it's kind of gone back the other way, where he's put Midnight Mass as like a, you know, in the background of something and stuff like that. So I'd be interesting, interesting. to find out. I, I didn't. I didn't do any research either because I was afraid to get spoilers. <laughs> yeah, no, so, I, didn't, I know. I, didn't I, I stayed look off at the anything. internet. I, um, you know, they've got the Kool Aid drinking at the end, which uh, is oh, reminiscent oh, of oh. of the Texas. Uh, or yep. I don't know. You probably know more. About that, it's uh, Texas. What is that? I know it's like um, it's the um, Waco. Waco is that what it is? But Heaven's Gate are the ones that did Kool Aid. Okay, that oh, was Waco California. was a different. One. Yeah. Oh, was a California. Yeah, okay. Waco was the one with all the guns. Yeah, Crash something Crash or something. Like okay. That. Yeah, Californians take the easy way out. We just drink is that where the you know don't drink the Kool Aid yep. statement comes from? I believe yeah, so. That was Heaven's Gate. <laughs> okay. Was that around before that, or did that come out after that? No, that was like in the seventies or eighties. Okay. Waco was. Mm, I just meant that 90s? statement, like "don't drink the Kool Aid," but I guess that would have to come afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've I've heard that for years oh, yeah. and years, and I say it all the time. When was Heaven, I feel like Heaven's Gate was like seventies. I remember it a little maybe more, so maybe early old eighties. So yeah, I think it was maybe eighties because I was a little older enough to to hear about yeah. it and think about it and be like. Mm. Kool Aid, really? <laughs> I like Kool Aid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what flavor did they use? Because that would be a whole different thing. Like they come out with some orange, and I'm like, nah. But no. they hit me with some grape. Yeah, I might be on it. Kool Aid for sure. <laughs> now 
That's in the extended edition of this where Kool Aid Man bursts through the oh, church yeah. when you're pulling out the, pulling out the drinks. That's oh, the yeah. spoof. That's the spoof. That'd Coming out in 2022. Well, that's I don't have a good drink Midnight actually. Sass. Some Kool Aid. Some Kool Aid, yeah. yeah. Oh right, yeah. Don't drink the Kool Aid. I was surprised that so many people just gave in. Just drank I'm it. I'm like, yeah. I was like, y'all are idiots. Like I'm like. Um, I don't care if I live forever. I don't want to die. Right. <laughs> Just even well, Although I'm glad weird. not everyone did. I, I, True. I mean, there was a handful of, of people that certainly did take that. But why did nobody leave earlier? That's the other thing, too. Like, as soon as I, I'd have been like, yeah, no, I'm out. Well, they well, tried. I mean, the sheriff the couple... did try pretty fairly early. But then the... But, but the... he stopped, and the, the, the angel was there, thing. and then so the angel walked by. As soon as he went by, I'd have been like, out. Like, I would have been gone. He pulled out his gun then. So yeah. I mean, yeah, I'd have been like, "Watch the man with the gun." Because his son was that now that was in the that was rough. Okay, now that was the other thing I didn't care for because they never showed the son taking the second. So I don't know if they did that to like, oh, we think he's gonna die, and then I'll see. I I think they, if they were gonna do that, they should have shown him at least taking it. Yeah. Um, or had him just flat out die. That would have been. I think it would have been better if he had just died. Yeah, I do because. Too. He never took the sacrament that anybody's... He, he went to church one time, yeah. and all of a sudden now he's going to be and, reborn. And Nobody I, gave him the blood. Right. So. I don't know if they... And I don't even know if they do that. I mean, I know when I've gone to the church with, with Alyssa and her family, when they go up, I just stay in the... I just sit back and don't go do it because... I was never baptized. If you go to a bigger church, nobody's going to stop you because they don't know. What if you're visiting and you are a devout? This wasn't a big. This wasn't a big church. Everybody knew the one brown kid in there. Yeah, (laughs) had been there before. Yeah. So I so I think he should have died. Yeah, I I agree. That was that was. I was disappointed that he came back. Yeah. Um, and then, and then, you know, they show that they have. I mean, not that I didn't like him. You're laughing, but (laughs) but I think it would have meant more to the story. Like. Oh, we're saving all these people, but really, only if you came to church, yeah. you know, all well, of these times. And then we before. get into the end. The other part is like you got some people acting like total just zombie vampires, and you got some people that are thinking and not acting out and stuff. It just it didn't stay consistent, and that that kind of ruined it. Hey, a little we bit got that in. You know, you don't talk life. about religion, you don't talk about politics, but if you do talk about politics, you do see some pretty extreme differences in people yeah. I, I agree and so personalities I, I people have restraint and no restraint yeah i'm not yeah i'm, I'm not saying this is not well, but I mean, it was so, it was so that, like some it, were like walking dead zombie-ish you know and and then some were like oh i don't really feel like i want to have some blood right now and well it, it was, remember riley's if they had lines reaction, before right? that so riley's <laughs> reaction was he wanted Bev's blood pretty immediately yes. when she walked mm-hmm. in. So I feel like that would be the majority. But you do have people that have stronger restraints. But it was only three people, really. It was, and there were people that had major lines before. It the was Flins, the Flins, and the Sun were the only ones that really showed restraint. Which I was kind of like. I did love Ed Flynn's face during the oh my entire God. like See, yes, whatever yes, the church, church service was, in like, the last yeah. one where he's just like huh? I don't know what's going yeah, on. He's like, oh, doesn't about sit well with me. Yeah, he had that kind of like I smell a fart smell. <laughs> yes, he really did have the I smell the fart smell, especially in church. He's like mm, someone just dropped one. Uh-huh. That's not right. It wasn't me. And he at you because that's embarrassing. We're in church. Yeah, that's that would be me in church. I'd have been like mm, I don't think yeah. so, and I wouldn't say anything because they're like all right but as soon as that that angel demon vampire yeah. walked by i'd have been like yeah i'm gone 
<laughs> see yeah. you guys to, see you at dawn <laughs> so do is our consensus that it was a vampire yes what is it i mean it was a vampire Okay. Hundred percent, it was a vampire, and I believe that. I, I disagree. I don't think. I don't. I think. The, I think the way they explained, they they came up with different theories. But the whole point was that we don't know. You know, I loved. I loved the doctor when she talked oh, about that was eighteen forty and and talking about the yeah. Uh, you're crazy. The two the two different the, <laughs> that the was that was good. Yeah. And where one there was living. I hope the, that's real, though. I hope that's like legitimate, that's like real. serious I'm sure history. Real. That's I'm like real. that is cool as shit. I'm sure I mean, just real. like people thought the world was flat. That was some real. people still do, and some well, of them play in the idiots. NBA. Well, people also thought that dinosaurs and humans lived at the same and time. Some people, That's real. And that some people are documentary about Fred Flintstone. Some people are are complete atheists. Some are more. I don't know. So, so I think yeah. I think they kept it a little bit. You know, they Ambiguous. they weren't afraid to show you exactly this beast and stuff like yeah. that. But are they saying? Oh. But when you say it's a vampire, yeah. okay. But what what is that? Is that is it some sort of crazy mutation that's scientifically it's an grounded? Well, we don't we don't know that. I don't so think that, that we're going into that. Vampiric, higher vampiric instincts yeah. or similarities. I do think they should have mentioned something about. I don't know when they were describing it. I saw this form. You're 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 drinking blood. There's something vampiric. You know, vamp- well, but like everything. A vampire just, but it was all about angels. I, <laughs> I know, they but there were skeptics into- there that that. Could have well, but everything about that happened from it that. comes from vampire lore. I know. I just and these, that's, that's these what I'm saying people is, coexist with our reality, so it would have made sense for someone to mention vampires. I I, I think well, uh, why well, don't? But I, they're so religious. Okay, I mean, so look at okay. the, the people. Very who cultish. Were, what was the What was the movie we saw? Uh, Midsummer. Midsummer. Oh yeah. Uh, kind of similar to that. Where they uh, just have these beliefs, and this is what happens. Uh-huh. So I feel kind of the same way that you have the mayor and his wife, who are obviously goody goody, very religious. Uh-huh. Bev. The Flanders. Okay, super religious, and Sturge, who is super influence. You oh, can influence yeah. him to do whatever you want, right? right? He's so, a stooge. Yeah. yeah. So you have these <laughs> people the who are religious. She then uses yeah. Lisa's miracle and quotes all of the scripture at them. You can't choose when you believe God and when you don't believe God, right? You can't pick one thing over the other. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. How else do you describe and it? It's so a miracle. Yeah. It's a miracle. So those two, she gets Wade and Dolly involved. Yeah. She gets Sturge because he's some fucking hillbilly, scared, <laughs> doesn't know what to do, so he's just going to follow the masses. She gets them involved, and then she just kind of brings everybody else in. So nobody else is even aware except for them, mm-hmm. right? They're the only ones. And then the masses. Then that's why they have to lock the doors, keep everybody in, don't let them out. Because yeah. that that's when everybody's going to start thinking, holy shit. And even Wade at one point where he was scared, right? He he's, keeps stuttering. I think when, I don't know if the priest first died or what happened, but he's stuttering and he's like, I don't know. I don't understand. I don't understand. Yeah. I don't understand. And she's just like yelling at him in the background. And... She just finally calms them with her scripture, and they go with the flow. Yeah. They she don't had, question she, it. She was definitely the dominating force behind everything. And I think even so, so uh, more is uh, when the Monsignor, when she kind of sent him off, she wasn't really expecting him to come back. She kind of had the grips on the town. It was kind of hers. And so when he came back, and that's why I think she poisoned him too. He's like, well, if it is him and it kills him, 
no no harm no foul because mm-hmm. I still got control. But if it's not and it's a miracle, then you know then yeah. she goes with that. Uh, I did. But I think that's why vampires weren't brought up. Okay. Because Bev veered it towards I, religion and I think I think belief. I think it leaves it in faith. I think it plays into the story too because it was all about the church based faith and stuff like that. But. All of the things that happened were very vampiric uh, lore and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. The healing, the, the the becoming younger, the well, cats with their fangs. You know that that was kind of the origin. A lot of at the beginning, those were the ones that uh, kind of appeared like the vampires at yeah. first with the eyes. Oh, and, and, yeah, uh, it did. I thought that was cool. Yeah, the first that was that, okay. So the things that were hard for me to watch in this, the first time when they killed the cat. Like, the, just the, the vampire when there's the dead cat, and then he snatches the other cat. I was like, oh, that's a poisoning of the dog. Sucks oh, no, the poisoning so of the bad. dog was definitely the Just the, cats be, the dead cats being out on the beach was hard for me. Uh, I mean, granted, recently my own cat was, uh, we believe, poisoned, and we don't know if it was intentional or not, but it was just like one of those. It was like, it wasn't oh. me. I, I didn't think it was. Um, <laughs> Just want everybody to know that. <laughs> there's some investigations going on right I now. I have a. <laughs> I, I'm not. I don't have as hard of a time with with seeing the the animal's death. It's the suffering and Joe's reaction when he, when when. Oh, yeah. uh, Pike, Pike, yeah. Um, yeah, that was hard. Dies was just heartbreaking. Yeah, that was and, horrible. And uh, you know, you know, I, I, I had a dog when I was when I was younger, but not until just last year did I finally get get my own. And it, you, you get that emotional connection, yeah. that bond, and and I you just feel for. Well, him. and that's that. all that he really had. Other mm-hmm. than Bull coming to help his house every once in a while with the generator, or that, whatever was, it was. that was a cool scene too. Though, like I like the fact that it kind of made him, made Joe seem more human a little bit too. Yeah. It's like he's like, look, man, because he is. I'm just trying to do my thing. Everybody here hates me. This is the one guy that treats me like a normal person, and it's like, like man. So the other, uh, which brought up another one, like he, Joe was one of those ones that always called the sheriff uh, Sharif. Sharif. And uh, when he first said it, I didn't. I didn't actually put two and two together that it's the Omar Sharif, and it's kind of like a, a racial term and oh, stuff yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. I didn't take it as that. I just thought he was kind of making a funny play on the word sheriff, you know. Kind of, and I was like, but then a lot of people, other things brought up about how how uh, racist they were towards the the um, sheriff oh, and yeah. his son. Super um, the one the one kid called him. Uh, uh, Aladdin. Aladdin. Yeah. Which, uh-huh. which and I'm like, well, his name's Ali. Maybe his real name's Aladdin. They just call him Ali. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I was I wasn't trying to put too much into it and stuff like that. But yeah, they, some other people brought that up, and I was like, Prince Ali. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. From Aladdin. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's. I mean, so I was like, okay, that kind of fits. But the sherry, the sheriff thing, and then um, there's one point. I think it's it's Bev who says uh, actually calls him Sheriff Omar. And I was like, oh. Omar that, Sharif. Or Omar, Omar Sharif. Sharif. No, I think she says it the other way. So oh, she, I okay. think she says it, Sharif Omar or something like that. But you could tell at that point she's doing it very derogatory. And I was like, oh, okay. I get it now. Yeah. So, well, I and mean, then at the end she just freaking calls him a terrorist. And it's like. Mm-hmm. Well, she was a bitch from get-go. Oh, like, seriously. I didn't really get it from a lot of other people's. And, and even with Joe, it seemed more like it was a joking thing. Not necessarily like he, like he was really being racist. And so that's where it threw me off a little bit because I didn't I didn't take his as being racial to the the, the sheriff. I just kind of took it as more like kind of a joking manner of like, oh yeah, you're the sheriff. Uh, kind of like you know the yeah. Andy Griffin character, like haha, yeah right. You got one you know one bullet, uh, you know <laughs> Barney Five kind of thing. 
Hmm. And um, <clears throat> so, but to see it come out in some of those others, it, it was very interesting how it played out. But especially since we didn't see that with any of the other characters, like, uh, um, you know, uh, Lisa was, you know, biracial, mm -hmm. but you didn't really see any effects towards her. So it just was very specific towards him. So, yeah. but I mean, they also played that off in the, with Bev mostly, where it was Christianity versus Muslim. Right. Right. So, Which you really see in the school yeah. scene. So it was more of a religious, uh, not, it's not really racism at that point. It's more like uh, prejudice, uh, a religious prejudice rather than a racism yeah. kind of thing. So mm -hmm. I think yeah. she had both going against her. It's possible. That bitch was <laughs> fucking. I can't. I, prejudice and racist. I don't. I. I don't think you could find a person that was like, nah. Uh, let's let's find some good in her. Mm -hmm. I, I. I mean, there's no good qualities that I could pull from her. I. I had a theory at one point that she, in the end, when there, when you suggested that she might be the one that poisoned him, <laughs> I, I had a theory. Well, maybe they'll. Maybe in the end, she will be the one that that saves everything. You know, where she gets the upper hand and. And I was I was glad they didn't go that direction because because that's almost like doing a total one eighty uh -huh. character. And I've seen I've seen movies do that before where they just do it for the big shock value, like uh, you know where like catch or what's the what's the movie about the musicians music <laughs> magicians? Uh, now you see me, and, oh. and and in the end it turns out to be the cop that's that's the true right. mu musician. <laughs> magician. magician and, and he hasn't even had a drink ladies and gentlemen <laughs> he drank a lot of water uh, and i always thought that was just a silly thing it was almost like well you think think of the one character that is most not likely to be the the magician and yeah that's who it is people it just doesn't, stay true it, to their personality yeah usually it's, it does and i like it when when series can can get you close enough to a character so that so they don't they don't throw turn around and and throw throw yeah. a monkey wrench in it and make someone completely different than they actually were yeah i think this would have been a horrible show if they tried to redeem her Ugh. i think she had to be she had to i be probably would have hated it <laughs> I, I mean, like I said, the the very ending was kind of slow for me. Like, I it could have ended a good 20 minutes early, and I would have been happy. I'd have been like, oh, sweet. Like, you know, we yeah. knew everybody was going to die at sun. Or even just when the sun comes up, I would have been done. Okay, yeah. no more. But all the, yeah, the extra talking and stuff, I was like, eh, okay. Um, but, yeah, I, I having her have any redeeming qualities, there's just no. No, she like, doesn't have any. Yeah. I, exactly. I mean, we all want her to die, and we are happy that she dies. I think everybody. Did. Yeah. Sometimes you have there's people like that that you want them, you want them to to figure it out that you know you want them to see themselves in a mirror and know, you know? that what they're doing is manipulative and hateful when they're oh. instead coming across well, as righteous and 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 feeling that that they I, are. And, and it's so that's yes. where at the end when she was digging. It was very satisfying because it wasn't. I, I wouldn't. You know, you don't want to just see her die. You you want to see her somehow try to escape what she's created. Yeah. Um, but finally I think facing. they kind of did that with Annie. When Annie comes out of the house, she's trying to save the kids and everybody mm. else behind her. Right before she like slits mm -hmm. her throat, and she's standing there and she's like, Calls "I her. have some words for you." Right, and yeah. she tells her. How like you're not a good person, and why should God love you more than He loves my son? Yeah. Yes, he's an alcoholic and a murderer, but God loves all equally. Yeah. And she still is making a face, right? Yes. She's still judging, and she's still no, not in my world. So I think that was her opportunity to see herself in a different light, mm -hmm. to see what's going on, 
and change, but she doesn't. And I think that was the key part of her personality. Like, she, no matter what, she's better than everybody else because <laughs> she's more religious or more whatever you want to fill in the blank. And she's just unwilling to change. Oh, and when, yeah, when she was so, you could totally see that she was so upset that Ry- Riley was chosen. Oh, yeah. When, when they're having their AA meet or where uh-huh. the, the, uh, the meeting turned into a, you know, yeah, After when he, he comes was, back. Yeah, uh-huh. when he comes back from the dead and he, and uh, the Monsignor Paul is explaining everything to him and she comes in and she's just, you can tell she's just, oh yeah, why, how, why him? She's this is not pissed. okay. And, you know, well, she's pissed. what was even in, more interesting is he, the, the um, priest pulls her over. The father is like, <laughs> hey, I want you to stand here because she's like, oh, wait, what? Uh, Are you sure? Yeah. And he's like, don't worry, I'll stop him. And you see the neck bulge and stuff like that. And he tries to jump. She would shit herself. I guarantee she shit herself. Because <laughs> she was not happy. She's like, um, you're going to feed me to this guy that I don't even like? Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, she was a bad person. And there was no redeeming. I'm glad they didn't try and give her any redeeming. Um, I, I didn't the care. The priest about- redeemed. The priest redeemed himself. A, a little bit, He yes. tried to well, do something good. It backfired. And he had the, he had the letter he from Riley. He opened up the letter from yeah. Riley and it said something about, you know, the ashes. Dust to dust. From or, dust, dust to dust. Yeah, the, dust, the same thing that was said. Dust, yeah. yeah, when when they uh, wiped the ashes on their... Ash on, Wednesday, yeah. Uh, Ash Wednesday. And he he read it. I mean, it was just, it was another, it was another biblical quote, but it was something that, that says, hey, look what you're doing. Yeah. You're doing something that that's one to drink too, right? Hmm? That was one to drink too. Oh right. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. No, I think that was where he first started. I, I do like the end where he came in and his daughter was pouring the gas all over the pews and stuff like oh, that. Yes. And, and you just look at that minute, you're like, <gasps> and then he's like, he was proud he's like, of her. yeah, you got the back, I got this, and then oh, I I, I had oh, a visit. I, I, <laughs> I literally went <gasps> like yeah. I had that moment. I was like, oh mother. God yeah. damn it. Like, oh, I was so bummed. He said, uh, your mother and I, I you yeah. know, and he said, I love you, but he never said, I'm your father. father. Well, I, kept, and I, was, I kept having that you know, Star you know Wars moment. <laughs> I literally, in my head, I just kept hearing, Luke, I am your father. That's and why I he was didn't, like, that's why he don't didn't say, say it. it. Don't say it. Because it's, that saying is yeah. just overset. Yeah. Right? But I'm curious, was there a moment of realization yes. that we saw in oh, her? Oh, I think so. Yes. Uh, just the way he said, your mother and I, yeah. maybe? Uh-huh. Okay. I think, I think there she was. always wondered. Because she had said, he He's always stared, always at, stared, at, me stared at me when mm-hmm. I was a kid. And he would come to the house, right, with the mom and, like, help her, whatever, all these things. I think she... She was a smart lady. She put, she put it yeah. all together. Yeah. Like, I, I think, think she, she was figuring it out. But yeah, that was. I'm glad she. I'm glad he didn't say I'm your father because I thought yeah. the same thing. I'm like Lucas will have their. Yes. Um, yeah. No, I think I think they played it out really well. But I, I, to me, I really enjoyed that scene too, though, because just of the way he was like he, that. He had that full on. It's like, like oh wait, I need this church to survive. But no, you're gonna burn it. All right, okay. I got you. Yeah. You go out the back. You're doing I got the this. Right thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think he had, and he and he deserved to have a redemption essentially because he. He never had a bad intention. It just he didn't see it for what it was, essentially. Yes. Where well, I think he had let himself become perverted. I, I think well, I he, think he didn't where... have a choice because he was attacked, right? He was attacked, and then he was brought back. Uh, he had a choice of bringing the angel, and I'm using quotes to <laughs> true, or air quotes true. to bring it back into in a trunk. 
right? Because it can't be in the sun. All of those things like should be like red flags, right? You go into a dating relationship. <laughs> guy can't go out into the sun. He's drinking your blood. These are red flags, right? Well, you should say, no, I'm not going to date this guy. I'm not going to bring him home to my parish. But what do you mean? I mean, what is redemption? And one of the, the points that they were making throughout is the kind of the empty, this idea of forgiveness is kind of over overplayed you know Mm -hmm. even in the end he said you forgive me you know to his uh to the millie mildred what was her ellie Ellie. oh it was ellie ellie the mom the mother of his child (laughs) yeah baby um, mama (laughs) (laughs) he will and and that was something that you saw on almost every episode was this uh asking for forgiveness and kind of the different forms it took and you know sometimes people do something, you know. He has the whole. Uh, where, I think it's it's episode three where he's um, the big montage episode, <laughs> um, where he's uh, giving. What do they call it when you go into the little uh, booth and you uh, confession? Confession, where he's giving confession about a about a, a lie, lie he's, he's going, going to tell. Say. Yeah, and you know, so we're seeking. It seems perverted if you're looking for forgiveness for something that you haven't has, done. haven't done yet, and so that should yeah. be your first clue that something's wrong here. And so, so I don't know if that means someone can be redeemed or not, or what that even means. Yeah, I don't know. And he, it kind of comes out like at the beginning where you're thinking he's doing this for the good of the people and he's trying to heal them and help them. But really he's being selfish. He's being selfish because he wants to save the woman that he loved, that he never had a chance with. That did right? come out in so the end. So this is yeah. like a second yeah. chance, uh-huh. right? To be with her, to be with his kid. So this is all him being selfish. I'm going to start anew because I can. Because now I'm new and young. I can make her new and young. And she's going to make different choices. And I loved it that she said no. I wouldn't have left my husband. Right. I, mm. I would have not have done this. Mm-hmm. And... I feel like if he had known that before, maybe none of this See, really I took would it more, have happened. I took it more. It was. It was. He he figured out this this way to to heal people, and he wanted to bring it back to those that he was most uh, affectionate about. As far as not not just you know the love love, but like what a pastor you would hope would have for the love for his flock. And that's that's what I, I think. I think that's as. what it kind of started at the beginning. Yeah. But I think that was his that his was plan the, the entire way through. But he says he I came back I know. for yeah. you. But I mean that's what I'm saying is is everything I saw was that until the very end where yeah. he did say that. And that's where I almost think that was kind of that was probably the worst line for him, you know, but because everything that else, was real. That was his was real, his honesty. Yeah. honest, yes, oh, okay. he was speaking okay. the truth, yeah, and that saying. was who he was. He you. wanted it, to be the bigger rose, person. It was his rosebud moment, if anyone's yeah. seen Citizen Kane, where, where you're trying to find, well, okay. I hate Citizen Kane, okay. just for everyone to know. But my point is, he watched the whole movie to try to find his motivation, what it was, and it all came back to the sled back when he was a kid, and that's... <laughs> Sorry. Hate that movie. Okay, Um, continue. But it's still a good one to reference in this. And here, you're trying to find his motivation. And the end turns out to be a love from his his youth. Yes. and, And sometimes it's a simple motivation like that, which you can get behind. You can understand yeah. that, that anyone who's, you know, 
been in love and and had that taken away or had yeah. to had to look at it from afar can feel the the uh, the how how that can drive someone, especially yeah. someone who's celibate. You right, know, yeah. supposed to be celibate. Yeah. painful. Yeah. Yeah. It's painful, right. and to watch him with some other or watch her with some other man and yeah. raising his child. I mean, oh, yeah. in the town of 127 people, like come on, like that's definitely taking his toll on this guy. Yeah, you know, sure. All right, let's let's stack this up against some of the other ones that we've we've talked about before, which were uh, Hunting of Hill House and uh, Bly Manor. <laughs> Well, we know which one you're going to say about that one. Um, do you think that Midnight Mass is a a better or worse than Haunting of Hill House? My opinion is it's worse. I really liked Hill House. I felt like there were some moments where you were like, "Whoa, I didn't see that coming." Like there mm-hmm. were like bent neck lady or yeah. whatever like uh-huh. right like i never in a million years predicted that it would be but that it felt girl. so what good but when it all like, yes when yeah, it all came, came together, together yeah. brilliant right i feel like this was you saw where it was going yeah uh, it was very formulaic and so you it was a good story i was entertained pretty much the whole time other than <laughs> aaron green's little speech about what yeah. herself was dying but you knew what was coming. You yeah, knew, there was okay, no they were going to burn all the buildings. They were all going to die in the sun. There wasn't anything super, super new. There wasn't. There really it. wasn't at all. I, I, I wouldn't describe it as worse. I would describe Hill House as better. I really... <laughs> yes, I, I, yes. Um, I, I that's say the same thing. Well, Bly Manor definitely was the worst of the three. I just said the two because <laughs> I knew where Bly Manor um, was going to fall. Uh, I, I agree. I think... For me, Aaron Green, the casting was probably the weakest link here. I don't think. Oh, I thought she was good right up until the end. I thought she was kind of. She didn't. She didn't provide the caricatures that all the other ones seemed to have. She seemed to be a little um, um, superficial. Or kind of. Mm-hmm. And she didn't. She didn't fit with it. It almost seemed like she was cast for this, whereas the other uh, people seemed to fall or seemed really to. To grab, I thought she was because she's sleeping with the director. (laughs) Maybe, but uh, but even you say at the end, I think that I think that that philosophical her her message at the end would have resonated with someone that would would have could have grabbed hold of that as something they were saying. When really in here, it felt like it was was the the filmmaker was expressing this, and I think that was. I agree with you. I think that's where. Maybe a different casting might have taken that role and made it more its its own role rather yeah. than kind of a perspective. I can see of that. Filmmaker. I think she killed but, it in everything else, but I did not like that. I don't think it was the casting thing. I think anybody who would have said that yeah. would have had the same reaction for me. It was kind of like, nah. I, I don't think she didn't come across as a character actor for me in this. She oh, okay. seemed like someone who would kind of play the same sort of role in anything she did. did you know, I can see and, that. And and so I, I and which is fine, but it doesn't it doesn't quite it didn't fit with this as much. Yeah. Um, and, and I agree with you guys on the, on the, the kind of the, the storytelling in Haunting of Hill House was, 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 was interesting and complex and yet it fit together like a puzzle in the end so effectively. Because it went back and forth mm -hmm. in time and one storyline as adults and how they were seen by the other siblings. I mean, all of it was a huge puzzle (laughs) and it just... 
it all eventually clicked into place. And this is just a singular storyline. Yeah, and it, and there's there was no real shocks in this one. Like it was so mm-hmm. easy to read from from yeah. like I I, thought, I think he gave too I many it resonated, clues. I thought it resonated more in uh, how they spoke and how they defended themselves and how you got a sense of these characters and and who they were yeah. um, and to carry the material it was it didn't most usually it didn't feel superficial even though this is kind of a, a small town which no it didn't feel superficial comes but across fairy tale in a lot of movies here <laughs> it felt oh my gosh there's there's something that these are real people yeah and really yeah. some twisted some really well that's yeah. what was great about this mm-hmm. is 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 the acting was great the story was good but the the twists and turns in in the the surprises at the end weren't there. Like there was no like nobody went into this going, oh yeah, it's not a vampire. True, and, but <laughs> yeah. and, and like I was saying at the beginning, I don't think that was necessary with this. Right, um, but that's why I think yeah. the, the two differences. Mm-hmm. I actually think the acting um, in in uh, Midnight Mass was better. I I was more connected to the characters and yeah. I cared more Me about the characters. Too. I mean, Me Bev too. Keen? I went, I've seen her in other stuff. And to see her in this, I'm like, you're a crazy, like, religious person. Like, she was believable. Like, she sold it. And the priest? I mean, seriously, when he did that first, like, speech, like, it brought tears to my Mm -hmm. eyes. I was like, you are amazing. This Hamish Linkletter. What's his name? Hamish Linkletter is... Uh, Father I, Paul. I've seen him in uh, news newsroom. Yeah, you said you'd met. He see, I don't think I've ever it. seen. Yeah, he was he brilliant. It. He was brilliant. Riley, yeah. I believed him, but again, he was kind of. He was kind of that. He was milk He was toast. again kind of that typecasting. Yes. Um, and uh, but but he was also kind of the, but the he role the kind role. of fit. It fit. Yeah. Well, he had it the same fit. kind of role as Aaron. They mm-hmm. weren't out. They were kind of just the normal the normals. They were kind of normal. Like his parents were a little on the edge because they were yes. a little more crazy. A little, and you know, like the sheriff, you know, you really bought into he had him his because own thing. He, he had his own on. thing. Joe Colley was a, such an emotional yeah. character, yeah. and then you know, I think the characters in this we cared more about than we ever did. But I thought that the twists and turns of mm-hmm. Haunting the Hill House were better. So overall, to me, I. I I still think Haunting the Hill House was a better overall just because it kept you guessing so much more and it, it made it so much more interesting when you when you get it wrong yeah. to me. When you think you have it, you're I got it, I got it. And it's like, son of a bitch, I never saw that coming where this one never had any of that. So I will take uh, Haunting the Hill House. I didn't expect what I, I mean, I think Alicia, yeah. you, rec- you texted me and recommended it for something, right? Oh, and, yeah. And, and, um, Watch this. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And it was like, it blew me away. It was so good. Um, then last year with Haunting Blind the Blind Manor, Manor, my expectations were way, way high. high and it didn't live up to, oh, it, so it didn't, disappointing. It, yeah, it was, it was a disappointment. Um, so this one, they dropped the whole naming. I didn't know when when you when Alicia you said let's do Midnight Mass. Well, I didn't know it was the same uh, same director and casting. You know, so it's obviously it's, tied to the same. So it's considered because I looked this up. Yes, it's all tied to the same guy. So the first two were considering or they're called like the haunting series, mm-hmm. right? So kind of like American Horror Story where it's like the right. same kind of thing. But this is not. Yeah. This is a standalone. It has it's not supposed to be part of that haunting. So okay. I think it's based off a book uh by Christopher Pike called Midnight Club. 
Oh, Christopher Pike. I remember reading him when I was a kid. He's like young adult um, suspense thriller yeah. horror stories. This, this project was based on Christopher yeah. Pike's novel. I read so many. It's like R.L. Stein. Like that's all why the they same named that. So the dog mm. got named oh, Pike. Pike. I love it. They killed him, bastards. Yeah. So, but like Indiana Jones, I, they named the dog. Yeah. But I just heard that. Oh, it's Mike Flanagan. It's a limited series, so I assumed uh-huh. again, same thing. It's going to be one of it's these got haunting Henry ones. It's, it's got, got it's got same cast, <laughs> yeah, right? Because yeah. that's what Flanagan does. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not. So I don't. I don't think it's supposed to be. When was it shot? It was. It was in, in my Googles. Uh, <laughs> it was. Uh, it was. It started in um, right when COVID hit. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was last year. Okay. Yeah, so one of the things, uh, the Father Paul, apparently, when COVID was going on, because everybody was kind of doing their thing, he really pulled back from everybody and, like, didn't do the, like, mingle with everybody after hours. So he really played that whole aspect of where he was isolated from oh, them and it cool. kind of played into mm-hmm. it. They were talking about that. I thought that was kind of neat. Yeah, I, I think this was good. I, I actually like the fact that uh, he kind of went away from the haunting aspect and gave us a new thing. And I think this is why this one worked so much better because. Hill House was so good. Bly Manor was such a, a letdown from Hill House. Not bad on its own, but a letdown from Hill House. It was bad. <laughs> I would never suggest that to anybody. And then this was kind of its own thing. So people kind of went into it with a fresh mind of like, right. I'm like, okay, well, I'm not going to go in with my high expectations because I don't want another Bly Manor. And <laughs> it, it paid off. And yeah. so... Um, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing what he does next. I think he's he's definitely got an eye for and a, a mind for this stuff. So yeah, you know, I, I don't think we're going to talk about this next week. We're doing The Shining, but he also directed this the Dr. Stephen King follow up, Doctor Sleep, which I've heard for me horrible. was a big letdown. I, this, this, the, the book didn't didn't connect with me. I, well, much. I feel like both the book and the movie yeah. were just. So me, they weren't that great. Mm-hmm. But that's how I feel about Stephen King. But he did. A, we'll talk about this. I next thought he week. did. Great. <laughs> he did Gerald's Game too. Uh, he directed yes. that. That which I thought was really good adaptation uh, for that for that story that Stephen King wrote. Well, I actually yes. On a side note about him, so he and Kate Segal, who's his wife, wrote Hush. Have you seen that movie? No, oh, I've heard about it. Excellent movie. Um, I didn't even. I watched it. I don't know a year ago or something. I didn't even realize that it was her or him being as the director. But I just when I was looking him up, right, because he's using on the same characters. That's when I found out they they were married and they wrote this movie together. So in this movie, uh, it's Kate Segal, and basically she's deaf and she's in a house that's set up for deaf. So like lights flash and kind of stuff to as like your alarm type of thing. And there's a stranger trying to get into her house. Yes, I did see this. Yeah, it's uh, kind it of a excellent. low budget. Oh yeah, yeah. There was only like the two people. I it's, think it's maybe like five it's people. Same, it's like five same people actor total. that's done some. He's done a lot Bev of those little, little yes, budget old, movies. Yes, and um, I'm pretty sure Bev Keen is yep. in it as a side character, yep. like one of her friends that tries Sarah. to call her or something. Uh huh. That was like a straight to Netflix movie too, right? I don't think. It I don't that. know. I watched it yes. on Netflix. Excellent movie. It is. But I didn't even know or realize that it was him. It's until I Netflix. looked it up <clears throat> and I was like, oh shit, that's her. That's him. There's another side character because Flanagan likes to creep, creep. put all the uh, same people. Same, same guy who's in Creep. Uh, the the guy who's sneaking around the house in Hush is the same actor that's uh, in Creep. No way. Yeah. The main guy, like the creepy guy? Yeah. What's his they name? Call... He's a brother. His name is John Gallagher? Am I right? No, I'm... you're not right. Oh. It's not the same guy, but I, 
There's a, there's uh-uh. a no. There's I know who you're tied. talking about. In there's Crete. something tied to to to. What is that guy's name? Oh, that's gonna again. That's know. gonna be a three a.m. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. So okay. we we've we've covered most of most yeah. of this. Um, is there anything you guys want to say that at, towards the end of this that yeah that we think we haven't hit on? Mm. I don't know. I really liked the dream coming to fruition. I really liked. Oh yeah, Riley's. Coming from forensic science background and dealing with death, I really liked Riley's idea of death because I it's true. Yeah. Like, it's scientific, and that's what happens. Yeah. And not being a believer in God, like, I don't believe in heaven or going to the afterlife. And I I loved that. I loved that scene. I thought mm-hmm. that was great. Well, I thought the fact that they, they, they didn't just hit on one aspect. They kind of touched on, on a lot of different beliefs, and I think yeah. that was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I did like the, the Riley's uh, dream in where he sees the son and then he sees the um, the girl yeah, victim Aaron's from his. There. Oh yes, first I he sees that. her and she's not all yes. dead. She and she yeah. kind of reaches he out, reaches out her hand. But then to top it off, like the little whipped cream on top of all that, is then it cuts to Aaron screaming. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. I was like. Oh, that's good. And that's I love that it went through the credits. Like she was screaming and crying through the most of the credits. Yes, I really did like uh, Aaron's um, when she had her her uh, talk talk about death uh-huh. and what it meant. The I first just, one or the second? The one? second one. I. You're, but I, you're I just, alone in that. I just don't think that it was played it out right. She didn't sell it. it, it did, yeah, she didn't sell it. But I liked the idea behind it. I almost wish that she sold it better because I think that's closer to some of my beliefs. Yeah. Um, uh, and uh, so, and and so I'm a little. I was a little let down yeah. by that. Maybe that's why I'm calling her out as the weakest link to that. <laughs> that is because, like, damn it, that was you that was when I had a link. moment to to have some of my philosophies uh, represented, and it came across. Yeah, came across. And we were all like, "Snooze, Bill." Yeah, right. <laughs> damn it's that representation. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I. That's good. Yeah, like like for me, the best thing of this really was Joe Colley. I yeah. think mm-hmm. for me, like. I, I want I want a show of just Joe Colley <laughs> for some reason I don't know I just like him like I like uh, one of the things he picked up it was just the way he talked it wasn't just he had these mannerisms and in, in, in speech things that he said like he said some things backwards and stuff and I just thought it was really cool and just <laughs> but then his his emotional side of it was just so heavy that yeah. those were those were parts like I, I don't cry a lot at a lot of shows but like tears started yeah. up a couple times it in this emotional. so I was like oh and so it was really good. Yeah. I, I would definitely recommend this to to anybody. Um, I'm sure you know. I'll tell my dad to watch this when he comes and sees him this weekend, and he'll watch it and he'll call me and be like, "What the hell was that about?" <laughs> I, so, I vampires. <laughs> I uh, when I heard the Dave Matthews song bartender <laughs> yesterday, and I I was like, "Who can I tell? Who can I tell?" I, I told my friend that I went to the Gorge with Allison. Uh, oh to, yeah. And and she loves Stephen King books. Oh yeah, yeah. But she has a hard time watching the movies, so I don't know if oh, I can recommend this or not. I think you get, could because it's not very. It's not super scary. Okay. Oh, I, I don't think it's no. Scary. I don't think it's very scary at all. Unless like there's a couple of tiny little jumps in there. Some. I yeah. mean, for me, I, my feet stayed on the ground for the most of it, so that's how I can judge yeah. that this isn't that scary. There is a little bit of gore, like Alyssa covered her face a couple times watching it. Um, which you know, if if you're not into the gore, there's some mild yeah mild, mild a couple of times yeah no this is he's not known for his jump scares he doesn't he puts a couple of them in i know there in was like a hill house there was that one in the, in the car so uh, did you guys <laughs> did you guys see the face in the window when oh yeah uh, the the sheriff when he turned the lights off sure 
Oh yeah. yeah. I missed it, and I was like, I was what? so bummed. I don't, I don't know what I was looking you, at. You I just, blinked really long. I, is apparently what you did. So I know what you mean because I, I watched it the first time on my TV, but this, I said I watched this yeah. the, uh, the first five episodes twice. The second time I was watching it on my phone, oh. I didn't spot it. It was like oh, okay. the, it was like it didn't have the contrast. I even turned up the, yeah. the brightness because it's like I remember seeing something there. And, and so I, I missed it, yeah. and that's oh. what because I was that like, was there. I was like, did he just did he show it? Okay, well, but I mean, I knew he was supposed to see something, and I was like, oh, okay. But then everybody was like, oh my god, I jumped so I'm like, god damn it, it I was creepy. It, so. That was definitely a creepy part. Yeah, there, well, there was the. In the very and first one. I kept wondering, why was it there? Why was it staring through the window? I kept wondering that. That's a good point. Yeah. It was I, weird. It just, he just watched people. Oh, my God. And when and when they uh, when they go into that little house after all the houses are starting oh to burn. God. And it's eating the... It's eating yeah, the, the lady. Yeah. And it's not even bothered by them being there. That bugged yeah. me a little bit, too. Throwing shit at it. Shooting it. Yeah, yeah. That, that was kind of like... It's like a heroin addiction. It is. I think that's what they were trying oh, okay. to. Yeah. Well, that, then you're they had the that with the blood when uh-huh. she cut her throat. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you that. You I, can't control it. Yeah. I'll give you that. Like, I would have unloaded that gun <laughs> I, I, right to its ear. Like, it would have come back apparently. All right. Well, we've we've already yep. tried to wrap this. And, and <laughs> yeah. Of course. We're yes. All right. Well, that's again. it. Uh, <laughs> join us again next week. We're gonna we're gonna tackle the book and movie uh, Stephen King's Shining, which uh, I've never read the book, so I'll be listening to that soon and then watching the movie. And I haven't watched the movie in twenty years at least, so mm-hmm. it'll be fun for me. I think it's about a nine hundred page book, so it's like get, fifteen hours. Okay, that's like two days for me. Okay, so. I, I, yeah, I get pull, on it. I can I'll pull. have to skim back through it. I well, I, I got it on Audible already. So uh, yeah. and for work, I mean, I get about eight hours of like quality audio time. So I just won't be listening to podcasts. But that's okay because I don't I, have to. For I've this read time. it before, but and I I have it on my Kindle, so I'll scan through it. Well, if you guys have read it before, be then you guys know you guys have already talked about the differences. Though. I have never read it, so for me that that'll be the differences. Mm-hmm. I've never read it, and I literally haven't watched the movie in forever. Because um, I know it scared the shit out of me as a kid, <laughs> yeah. um, so uh, it still bugs me. I'm I'm serious. Hotels, I can't do it. <laughs> Fucking hotels, that red carpet. Um, but yeah, that was uh, we did um, Midnight Mass from um, God. I can't. I'm, I'm, I should have Mike, Mike Flanagan. Mike Flanagan <laughs> on Netflix on right Netflix. now. Um, yeah, watch that and uh, watch the his others if you haven't before. Haunting of Hill House definitely recommend. Uh, Bly Manor, if uh, you got some time. (laughs) (laughs) But watch Hush. Hush was a good one. I would recommend that. On Netflix also right now. And uh, join us again next week. That's it for us tonight. Hail Caesars. Hail Caesars. Good night. Bye.